Hello, welcome. It's almost Hardlore time, but before we start, we've got an important message for you. Hardlore Records is here. We put out our first record last week. Cosmic Jokes debut 12-inch. You can head over to hardlorepod.com right now to check out the all-new Hardlore Records store. We got all kinds of stuff. We got shirts. We got the Cosmic Joke record. We got stickers. We got everything. And you know what? You might want to act fast because the Hardlore Records exclusive colorway of the Cosmic Joke LP is gone. So thank you all for that. Check out hardlorepod.com. Check out that store. Also, quick shout out to our buddy, Maddie Matheson, mm-hmm. friend of the show, winning an Emmy yesterday. <laughs> First ever Hardlore guest to win an Emmy. So this is a, a quick congrats to him. 100% hardcore kid. 100% hardcore kid winning an Emmy. Beautiful thing to Amazing. see. Now let's roll this episode. What's your name? Where are you from? Morgan. I'm Morgan. from Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. Wow, a local. Let me ask you something. This is yeah. really important. All right. What's your favorite thing? Hardcore. Okay. Okay. Hello, welcome. It's Hardcore time. How are you, Bo? I'm doing very well. How are you? Fantastic. He's freezing in Chicago. Mm. I'm burning in California. <laughs> You're all learning all about FYA Fest in this amazing episode we have because... This is very special. Why is it special, Bo? We've never done anything like this before. I think, have we had a, um, like a fest organizer on before? We had Martine on to talk about a fest beforehand, but. Yeah, <clears throat> amongst many other things too. Yes, but now we've got the man himself on to talk all about his handiwork. Please, everyone, welcome our good friend, Bob Wilson, the fifth of Mother of Mercy, Let Down, mm. Malice at the Palace, mm. and uh, currently known as the creator of FYA Festival. Bob, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm actually the fourth. Um, no, no, no. Don't get it. We don't got to get into all of that. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was a good attempt regardless. There is a Robert Taylor Wilson the fifth that's in hardcore. That, uh, really? I, what? I was, Your son? I thought it was somebody fucking with me for a while and I was hitting him up. I was like, what's the fucking deal, man? And he's like, kind of had a whole uh, conversation about it, but he is actually just <laughs> the fifth. So he's probably sent back in time to kill me or something like that. But Wait. yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is a looper scenario. Yeah. It's fucked up. You know, they, this is unrelated to you. I've never until FYA started. Honestly, I didn't know him. And then, uh, he like, ordered a it's ticket or something. Nice. And then, yeah, you know, I met the guy. You, you <laughs> are and confrontational. Connor. Bob came back out. Yeah, what's the fucking deal, dude? Of course, I always just think somebody's fucking with me. It's like, yeah, why are you stealing my name? Why are you trying to make a joke? So, but we, awesome. he's a good dude. I got, I got no issues. All right. Well, if he's out there, congratulations on being the real fifth. We got the fourth here with us, I guess. Uh, Bob, this is exciting because we get to talk about this this amazing fest that you put together that we both played this year, that we've both played before. That we both attended before. It's still going. It's still strong. It's better than ever. Is this your favorite FYA yet? Yeah, I think so. Um, everyone, there's always, you know, stuff that is like my favorite afterwards. But like, I think as a whole, I think this is, 
you know, just even just going by like band set wise and everything, I think this is just the best one all the way through. So I'm pretty, uh, pretty like 10 years into, you know, not just be downgrading or on like the downhill slope or anything. Yeah. I, I was, I said a couple times over the weekend that I think it's the vibe wise is the closest one to what United Blood was for a long time. And United Blood was my favorite fest for a very long time. And there's kind of that, Colin, you describe it really well with it being so early in the year. Oh, dude, you start the year. Yeah. You kind of, you tell you people. You make the tastes. Yeah, here's, here's what, it's the overture for the year. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, I like that aspect of it because, you know, it gets bands that I want to put over on like good shows, tours, records coming out get asked to play other fests. You know what I mean? So if that's, if that's my role in things, I'm, I'm more than happy to be doing that. You know, it's a good role. It's an important role. It's funny. It's the only warm place in the world on uh, <laughs> January 6th. Yeah. Were you excited to celebrate January 6th in Tampa? Bob? Yeah. No, no better place to celebrate um, outside of one other place. So it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, one of our nation's funniest holidays. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. FYA rocks. I'm going to I'm gonna get the one uh, criticism out of the way. Okay, Bob, we're going to get this out of the way real early. Go right ahead. All right. I think I'm still, I've got to, I've got to get hydrated here. Because <laughs> I think I've been dehydrated for about two weeks since FYA, but we're, you're working on that. It's fine. Let's get into the fest here. Bob, when did it start? Uh, 2013, um, me and Sam Triple B started planning it in like August, probably and announced it in October or something like that. Like it was, it was a really quick turnaround. Was that at the old place more in, in Ybor? Dude, that was in Orlando at the fucking back booth, which is oh, back booth. insane to think about now. Yeah. Yeah. We played there R.I.P. together. the back booth? I think it still exists. I'm honestly not sure. Okay. Um, but as far as I know, it still does. But I mean, it's like a fucking 300 cap spot. That's that's the funny thing about the United Blood comparison is that like United Blood was always great um, and it kind of it started the year much like FYA it was early true but that's like a it was like a six or seven hundred cap yeah right? right I was gonna say five or six yeah that's a venue you know yeah yeah whereas this how many um I, 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 quick spoiler how many in attendance this year Bob um. The venue says the capacity is um, eight seventy five. So legally, I'm going to say that's what it is. But um, so it might be a little more. <laughs> in eleven in eleven short years, like tripling, you know, the amount of people. Yeah. Steadily, yeah. steadily, steadily, steadily. Quote unquote. There was a note. It must not have been sold out last year because there was a noticeable difference <laughs> between last year and this year. I'll tell you that much. Dude, it was the same exact. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think this is just the first year that nobody like bailed on the fest or I don't know what the fuck mm. is going on. I like even like bots and shit. Like I was checking in people and there's like 10 people who got scammed by bots. So I was just like, whatever, like I'm not going to like tell you to fucking go home or whatever. So I think, yeah, I just, I do the same amount of tickets every year. So I don't know what the hell, like literally from like 3 PM on this year was like headliner level packed. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people were just more like it was shitty out on Saturday. Somebody's crammed inside or something like that. But yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I also think you sparsed out the bands and you, this was like a, I look at the lineup, like the, the order is, is pretty dead on even from having Balmora open, which we'll talk about Sunday uh, was great for Sunday because nobody was missing that one. Yeah. But he showed up super early. 
in general, who is making these calls? Is it a one-man team of Bob Wilson being like, <laughs> I want these bands? Or do you have a little committee that you consult with? I know Scanlon's the stage manager, and he's he's our, he's the guy. Is he involved in this process at all? He's involved. Like I pretty much just sit around. Like I'll always be open to ideas for my friends and people whose opinions I respect, and like, and just be like, ah, oh, that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Whatever. I'll at least like hmm. you know think about you know what being on the fest if it works or not. But uh, so far, I mean, this year Scanlon, EGH with Scanlon. Um, because him and Dijon have been talking and he's like, Oh yeah, I think EGH might be down for a show soon. And then, so he hit me up. He's yeah. like, yo, like if you're down to try to make this happen, I was like, yeah, of course, like I'd be stupid not to. Um, but I would say it's like probably like 90% me, um, just bands that I think are, are cool that I want to like bring over or put over like a younger band with like a demo or something like that. I do have, you know, like, uh, I want to say like a council, but like an idiot <laughs> check group. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, am I crazy yeah. for thinking this would be a good idea? Like, yo, is if I do dying fetus, am I a fucking dumbass or is that actually going to work? Like, things like that. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I'm not. And that was the talk of the town yeah. for weeks. Yeah. I mean, obviously that fucking worked out, but yeah, I'm not like yeah. some weird, like, dude who just thinks that I know better than everybody and everything should be my idea. Like I'll, I'll definitely bounce ideas off people and, and listen to what they think. Was the intention of FYA to be kind of this is hardcore South? Like in terms of what, just like band wise or like, it's like six months it's or, or more it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's in a different location. I know obviously Joe and you work together. Mm-hmm. I was just curious if that was like, uh, it's kind of like DX and NWO Frank. <laughs> and it's, it's like just two different, two different teams kind of doing a, a, a similar thing that is really impactful. I was just curious as how like hand in, cause like, we'll get to it. But we talked to Joe. I don't want to spoil the man on the street stuff, but mm-hmm. he had a really cool insight into how you, you, the dynamic kind of is. And I was just curious as to how that started. We're at FYA Fest with festival promoter extraordinaire. So Bob Wilson has been like my, my little brother, honestly. And since he's a kid coming up in hardcore, he was special. When he had the opportunity to do this 10 years ago, I was not able to come in. But to see what he built, especially as he built it to this level, the minute we got to the JCC, Bob was like, you got to come up here. Uh-huh. So my job at these things is to make sure Bob gets to watch the bands and see his work unfold in front of him. I'm impressed every year yeah. how many new bands he brings, because this is the beginning of the year. Yeah. So our hardcore year unfolds starting at FYA. 100%. And he almost became like the tastemaker, and this is the band that's going to be the, the best this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. It wasn't really that. I mean, honestly, going back to 2009, I had like wanted to do something. And then I was just like, ah, this, you know, there's like too many things that cross over with what Joe's doing. That's like disrespectful, whatever. And then so down in Florida and it wasn't even like, uh, like I didn't, I don't think I learned a lot from Joe just in shows and fest wise, mm-hmm. you know, from fucking, you know, he started in 2006 with the fest and everything like that. So seeing, you know, what he did and like how he worked on things and how much he put into it and things like that, you know, I think like really helped me, um, you know, with, with the fest and shit like that. But yeah, it wasn't like, uh, oh, I'm going to do, I'm just going to take what he does and put it in Florida kind of thing. Like, honestly, the, the first couple years, at least, at least to me, I wanted to do more of like, I really liked playing This Is For You Fest back in the day. Like, yeah. I think, did Harmsway play that? I forget. Yeah, okay. we did. And like, I just, because I was like, oh, Florida's always like a more like, like you can like, you know, DB cheat, DB shit, posi shit, like youth crew shit, yeah. whatever. Like, 
So that was my original intention. Like I remember I like tried to get the world burns the death singers, other band to play the first year. I tried to get like savage heads, like things like that are just like different than a normal fest stuff. And then basically all that side of bands just told me to politely told me to fuck myself. So I was just like, ah, well, I guess we got (laughs) to, we got to not do that anymore. Um, So it just kind of like morphed into what it is now, but yeah, it wasn't, wasn't ever like, I just wanted to do something different than a normal hardcore fest. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, but yeah, this is hardcore in, in general, I think, you know, like I learned a lot from Joe and everything that he did with his fest. I mean, you were there, right. You were part of it. Right. You were an underling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How are you not going to learn? Yeah. I mean, I played the fucking first eight, like I helped them, you know, with with (laughs) band idea, like, you know, so obviously that's going to like influence me. And then, you know, obviously like if I had any questions, I would like hit him up and whatever. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Because I don't think people really know that. I don't really think like, you know, the, the, the people who are putting on these big endeavors, like all kind of keep in touch because you guys all have to like know what's what and know who to book and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's interesting know who not to book and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, I try as hard as I can not to. I'm like, oh, Joe's doing this, this and this. I know Sound of Fury is doing this. I know, right. you know, Todd Downs doing this. Like, so I just my it doesn't always work out, but I try as hard as I can to not overlap or like, you know, just repeat the same shit that goes on at every other fest. That's smart. You did a good job. Let's get into Saturday. Yeah. Who, who opened Saturday? We got dead set opening Saturday, Bob. Tell us about dead set. Dead set is so three knee deep was a staple for the fest and definitely was a big part of like growing the fest. I think over the years and like, Cause it became like a thing, like, dude, you have to go to Tampa to see three D deep. Like they're never going to play outside of Florida, basically whatever. Yeah. And that obviously changed over the years. Also their like, music was only listenable t- while watching them live or watching a video of them live for a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, people vibe. literally just watch the YouTube videos and learn the words through that, which is hilarious. Crazy. But, uh, so, and then it became like a thing. I was like, you know, I've done them this many years in a row. I was like, and then, but then the tie, uh, the guitar player, he had a new band dead set. And then I always want to include them guys. And, um, you know, I would try to put on Tampa band as much as I can, um, in a way that makes sense. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they started off. It was like fucking ridiculous. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, the dude knows how to write a fucking hardcore song. You know what I mean? So I think it was uh, a real good way to start the festival. He's battle tested. Literally. I'm glad to see he's still riffing. I mean, last Um, year when we did man on the street, the number one answer like across the board was three needy. So it shows her favorite Florida. Band. Yeah. 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 So something I don't think we have, you we talked about you helping Joe, but you are a, a Pennsylvanian through and through Bob. Absolutely. How does that end up in you booking a, the preeminent Florida hardcore festival? When I moved back to Philly a few years ago, probably like, what, 2016 or whatever, I was like, I asked my Florida people, I, you know, we're still friends in Florida. I was like, yo, like, if this is weird for me to still do this, totally fine. Like I like I understand. It's like kind of like I never want to be the fucking the dude that's like taking up space or you know whatever to, like the gentrifier basically. So I was just like, if, if this is like a thing, just fucking tell me. Like it's it's totally cool. Yeah. And everybody's like, nah, man. Like you obviously help you know put over Florida bands and help us all out. So it's 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 like you know you can still do it obviously, but it's it definitely doesn't make things easy. Like even shit like booking hotels for bands or like. Oh, Jesus. checking out the like going to the venue to meet with security before the fucking day of. Oh yeah, the same play, page like scope out the. I mean, I never even went to the venue until the first day of the first time I was there. So I was going in. I was like, oh, let's see how this fucking goes. So like, mm. just like, yeah, I'm an idiot. But uh, 
Yeah, it definitely makes <laughs> it definitely makes things harder, but I, I don't know. It, it somehow works. Like it, it like adds like many levels to it that wouldn't exist if I just did something here. But you know, it, it all works out in the end. Something we were loosely talking about too, Colin, was like when there are fests that happen, like tied down in Detroit, LDB in Louisville, uh, FYA in Tampa. Like, how much money is coming in to that area? over a random weekend that you know there it isn't a holiday yeah is tampa down with fya do they see the uh the tourism <laughs> potential that you've the brought ball. in if they do they don't show any appreciation to me for it like i mean i don't like in theory like i, I do have like you know there's like some food trucks that hit me up like hey you know like we have a bunch of people to come in when you when the fest happens this that and the other um even like like the castle obviously i feel like it's probably kind of packed on usual friday saturday night but there's like, you know, a thousand fucking scary. kids. Yeah, I, I've never been, yeah. probably never been. Too scary. That's so like, funny that you've never been. That's incredible. Dude, I, I, like, I'm always at the fucking after shows, like, settling with bands and doing whatever. Right, so I'm just right, like, right. Ah, I'm just going to bed. But I, like, tried hitting them up. I'm like, hey, like, you know, I know X amount of people go to support your shit. Like, if you guys want to work something out, like, if you have, like, a wristband, like, $5 off, or you want to work out something, whatever. And they just, <laughs> no, like, just pretend I don't <laughs> exist. I'm like... Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So all you sick perverts out there going to the castle every time. Yeah. Just know that they've iced my man Bob. <laughs> They're not down. And think about that next year. Which, okay. which I kind of respect, honestly. I feel like that's a pretty, <laughs> you know, pretty like, oh, we don't want anything to do with you. Like, we're going to keep ourselves. Crazy. So. <laughs> you're keeping that. You're getting them fed once a year, dude. Yeah. I, well, it's fine. Castle, show some fucking respect. You're <laughs> sick freaks. <laughs> and you need to show some respect. All right, Who you got to get Black Magic Pizza out there. Oh yeah, that's year. well, we'll get that's that. what I really even if it's just there to yeah. feed me. <laughs> we'll get them. Dimension Six was next. Tell me about Dimension Six. Bob. That's you know we talked about United Blood with FYA and all that shit, and like to me that's a band that opens United Blood, and then it's just like you know people fucking pile to the ceiling, like it's fucking like dry spell or something like that, like. And uh, so that's like when I first heard the band, I was like, this is like perfect, like the continuation of like Naysayer and all them kind of bands. And uh, uh, I just, I just love the demo. And I think pretty much as soon as probably a couple weeks afterwards, like, yo, if you guys want to play the fest, like, let me know. Cause I think it'd be perfect. And then uh, I think a lot of people came away from the weekend if they didn't know them beforehand. I mean, that's just like, it's not in a derogatory way at all. Just like a straight up hardcore band. And like, yeah, so yeah. I think obviously there needs to be more of that. <laughs> so people getting to see that I think is a, is a good thing. Absolutely. 100%. And you mm -hmm. talk about the United Blood sound is such a real thing. It is. That's funny. Like the uh, the the way that songs were crafted for a while was like I felt like the bands were like this would do so good at United Blood. <laughs> like this dude United Blood's going to love this part. <laughs> so I'm glad to see that is uh still alive. Tell me about All for All, Bob. They, uh, it's just kids from Syracuse that have been grinding for years and, uh, they just really put on for their scene and try to make shit happen there. And then obviously Syracuse has a, you know, good scene going back 30 fucking years, but they're like the new Big young time. kids doing everything. And, um, I just kind of, when I see like people really putting on for their scene and trying to make shit happen, I like, if I can give them a place where they can like kind of get it back and you know what I mean? Like reciprocate yeah. it. Like I want to do that as much as I can. And like, like, hey, like Syracuse is popping right now. So, it was either, you know, they have Deal With God, they have Street Hassle, they have a bunch of bands. So, that was just like the one I was like, I'll, like, I like the other bands too, but I think all for all, 
is like a good mix with what we got going on and everything again. And then, yeah, obviously, you know, the set demonstrated how much love they've given to other people. And then, you know, other people like repping for them back, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. In my mind, Syracuse was up there with New York city. Earth crisis was, it was like earth crisis integrity. Madball were the same size <laughs> band to me. Yeah. Bob, we played Syracuse together on that half heart tour. I played Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. I went to Syracuse. Wait, was it the Westcott it, Community Center or some shit like that? It, it was on the floor. It was on okay. the floor, is all I remember, of a big-ass, like, wooden room. I think it was, mm-hmm. like, a Polish center or, like, a some nationality center, something like okay. that. But, I mean, there was fucking... I mean, granted, it's half-heart ceremony and blacklisted, so it was packed. But, I mean, it was... To my mind, it was, like, 600 people in, like, a big-ass room, you know? Yeah. And like, so even that recently, that was like 2008 or nine. I remember feeling the same way, Colin, that it was like, just like yeah, an Syracuse episode. Rocks. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> as, as with everything else, there's like three constants, like LA, the Bay and New York, you know, and then everything else is going to have ebb and flow, you know? Yeah. I'm glad it's ebbing and flow. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Man, are, are we going to take some breaks to talk about letdown in this? We have to. Um, I have to talk about Bob down, not into it. Because Bob, you you like, I'm sure I know that you have to be aware, Bob, that you like are like a legendary fucker. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, okay. that's what I like. I still see people now, and they're like, "Yo, remember, like, you know, whatever situation." I'm like always on guard, so I'm like, "Yo, man, like, whatever it is, you got it." And they're like, "No, no, I'm just saying, like, it was." I was like, "All right." So I just always still, I I sort of have like PTSD. I feel like to like. Just, <laughs> Just stupid asshole bullshit I did that I'm just like still like, hey man, you're a real dick. And I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to fight this dude 15 years later. But he's like, nah, it's cool now. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's awesome. When I, the, your, your acts of little fuckery for me <laughs> have always brought me such joy to hear. Um, and I hope that it does the same thing for the next generation. You know, you're, <laughs> look at you now. You're 10 years into FYA. After slapping beers onto base heads and stuff, uh, being one of, one of the great modern straight edge front men of our time. I mean, dude, that's like being on the other side of, of the shit for so long now. I'm just like, like I, I love seeing like chaos and bands play, but like, I'm just thinking about like, dude, if I saw me do the things I do, like, A, it would be on one hand psyched. On the other hand, I'd be like choking myself out. Like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like you're ruining the whole thing. Like just please stop. On one hand psyched. Dude, I, I remember <laughs> we played together. Us and Letdown played. I think it was convicted and Letdown played in like Akron, Ohio, somewhere in Ohio, just like middle of no, like middle city, Ohio. And you jumped off a fucking speaker stack that was so high. And there was like 30 people there. And I just remember being so, so frightened for you. It was crazy. Yeah, that's like whenever like my back hurts or like whatever's going on. I'm like, <laughs> like if I was in a super popular band, all that would have been awesome. But I'm just like just ECW in it, like New Jack shit. Like, like yeah, nobody catching me, just looking like a fucking moron. I think that's the show too, where I told people to come up front, and some dude brought his chicken tenders and put it on stage, and I just kicked on like the first song just looked at me he's like come on man i have fucking moved up and you still did this i didn't say bring your fucking don't put the chicken tenders yeah in the battlefield i'm hungry i'm looking at food i can't eat it's getting it's getting booty man i'm sorry but exactly the bob down not into it thing 
I still have no idea. I feel like that was taken out of context. It had to have been. I'll tell you the exact context because, <laughs> like, all of okay. All right, this is great. So, Bridge yeah, Nine. With it. I don't remember if it was. I think it was probably the first LP. It was Reality Approaches when the band kind of like sonically changed. And it was just a thread about the record on Bridge Nine. To the completely uninitiated. Yes. Before Twitter, before Discord, before anything, the Bridge Nine Records message board was like the worldwide hub of hard, the conversation about hardcore. Yeah. And like so what we're doing now, talking about FYA in a show, yeah. did not exist. Everybody talked about it in a thread about it later bunch of people got beat up it was awesome <laughs> message message by message too it's, it's something Being that people like, can't can you even believe even, bob yeah killed that guy <laughs> when he jumped off the speaker but uh, your your handle was like bob x down or something yeah unfortunately and yeah, yeah. and <laughs> horrible name just in the thread the and you know you would go to these things i, I spent two years of high school only on bridge nine that's like all i yeah, did same. so you would learn names and people would become like little micro celebrities in in my high school yeah. brain and you would remember names blah 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 and, then, and it just said it said bob x down not into it no caps <laughs> No punctuation, just not into it. So then, like amongst like like caution and like the original Harm's Way group, like the original lineup, it just you just became Bob Down, not into it. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was never like a like a fuck or like we were pissed or anything. It was just like uh, again, just like it was a point in time when you could like like now it's a bit of a faux pas to be like oh that band sucks or to be like i really don't like this like on the internet it's like yeah that's yeah. that's only, only on crate only on crate can you get away with it <laughs> yeah these days. You, you can't really you know so it, at the time it was just different and it was just like huh he, he's just not into it you know it was just like a thing and you've been bob, i think you're bob down not into it on my phone <laughs> forever you uh you hate harm's way bob no, that's the weird. That's why I'm confused because I liked Harm's Way, so I, I maybe I was yeah. being like a douchebag, but like shockingly on purpose. But like, I, I have no, I have no excuse for it. I don't know. I was, I didn't even have a computer, so I was definitely on my friend's computer on the message board. Do like, I don't fucking know, man. How old are you? I, I, I'm 38. 38. Okay, so two, two years older than me. I mean, that makes sense. We were probably all doing this, and then Colin, you're like three or four years younger than me. Yeah. So we're all just doing the same thing all oh, around yeah, the same dude. time. Uh, yeah. Just trying posting, posting at school. <laughs> it, what doesn't line up is I feel like Bob would be so pro harm's way being a hard straight edge man. That sounded the way that you did. I would imagine Bob would have been your first fan. You got to remember that from he was the, in full fucker mode. hundred percent. He loved it. And that, he still said not into it. that plus like from demo and the, the two songs, seven inch to the, and imprisoned into reality approaches, there was like a, a, a change. Like we recorded at Bricktop, so it sounded like way more produced. You know, it's a full length, which is kind of hard to pull off. Is that kind of hit? blah, blah, blah. It was different. Yeah. It was just different. But yeah, I don't know. Wasn't the first, I it was Militant Mondays on the first thing? Militant Mondays was on the demo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's why I was pissed off because I was like, "Oh, now they sound like a real band or something." I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, yeah, exa <laughs> exactly. And that's that is like that we got that we got that feedback a bunch. You know, it mm. wasn't like a one-off thing. It was just funny knowing <laughs> this guy, and then eventually touring together a little bit. It was just funny. Le that's anyway, life. legendary fucker Bob Wilson. <laughs>
one of the great the general in the little fucker army for sure, <laughs> forever hold my own is up next friends of the show Woo! friends of the bow i just went to their record release show uh two nights ago here in chicago how was, was that sold out it was fucking crazy it was bulldoze volcano hold my own uh bayway out of pocket uh enervate and then a band that opened who i I'm, i apologize i'm forgetting it was amazing. Yeah, the videos look good. Bob, I, I know you'll agree with this. Like, the youth are out in droves for hardcore right now. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So many young people, so many new faces. Like, I went to this show Thank that God. right up the street from where I live, I, you know, very much like aware of all the bands playing and blah, blah, blah. And like, not too many faces that I recognized, you know, which I think is like <sighs> awesome. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. This and this genre is is for people under twenty years old. <laughs> Jesus, we're not going to be here forever. <laughs> we're not supposed to be here forever. You yeah. Know? So I, I love to see, the median age of a new hardcore kid like three or four years ago was like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal, dude. It was terrifying because it was like, wh- where did you come from? What did you have before this? Wh- wh- right. Why? Right. Why do you want this? How'd you and find now this? the kids are here. Yeah. Now it's nineteen. We need them. Yep. Oh, my own. Yeah. Fantastic, I mean, man. We wish we yeah, wish them the best. Yeah. Greg's been busting his ass. I mean, there's no reason. They play more than... I, I don't understand the amount of shows they fucking play, considering they're all over the fucking country, and Greg has, like, a real-ass job, obviously. So, yeah, just... I was, I was like, to... Uh, that was probably the best I've ever seen them play. I mean, the, the videos from Record show looked awesome the other night, so... I feel like they're they're catching on and, and kids are super into it. And Greg. It's, it's cool. Yeah, I was gonna bring up Greg. It's cool tying back into the this is for you thing. Like <laughs> Mongoloids, I remember having like one of the best sets at This Is For You the year that we played. Like so it's like it's crazy to to think like that long ago. Yeah. And he's still and you know what's cool, dude? Colin, which I know had an impression on you. He still does little melodic flares and does little oh, yeah. like <laughs> trills and stuff, and like that's fucking like that's what made me like Mongoloids back in the day. Like I still love yeah. that stuff. So it's so. Well, awesome. and he's also a five-star general in the little fucker. Army. <laughs> an, an all-time bastard dude, in terms of just like being a straight-edge front man that was going to let you know. Yeah, so I, I, I I'm a day one Greg guy, dude. I have to tell a Greg story. I have to it, hit me. So this is for you was the first day of this tour, our first real harm's way tour. And, um, Mongoloids plays, they're like doing kind of like a noisy intro, kind of a thing. Greg has his back to the audience and he like is crouching in front of the drums. He stands up and he's got 2000. I think it, it, it was 2009 new year's flashing sunglasses on because it was turning to 2009. Right. And he just turns around and like no sells it. And he's just like, Starts the set yelling with these flashing Is things. Right? <laughs> Dude, exa- exactly. It, literally that. So then the and tour I would goes, have been like, yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm feeling you. So then the, the tour goes on. It was like a, a, like a month. So it was like, you know, maybe three and a half weeks later. We're ending at in Clinton, Massachusetts, where we I met Colin of Arabia that night, which is mm. another full circle moment. And Mongoloids happens to be playing that show too. So they played the first show of our tour and the last show of that tour. They start with the noisy intro. Greg's got his back to the, to the crowd is facing the drums. (laughs) He stands up. It's like January 15th at this point. They're still on. He turns around, they're on and they're flashing. And it was just like, 
it was just like, fuck like that, that <laughs> little, the little bits of humor and like it, it, it made an impression, you know, loved it. Fucker. Absolute fucker. Big <laughs> fan. Burning Lord. Wasn't the homie from, uh, isn't the homie from Blister in it? Oh, Lennon was filling in for him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Philly yeah. now, so, but yeah, but, um, here we go. Uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. The record's coming out soon. So it's just one of those things where like, I, I love the band. And if I was, I thought that if they played in front of a bunch of people, people come away, like, what the fuck was that? And, uh, I mean, for, yeah, they played a few songs off the new record that people haven't even heard yet. I don't think. And yeah, it was just, it was awesome. Who else was in the band? Yeah, it's like half of C4, a um, bunch of other bands like Vantage Point, I think. You just like Boston people. They rock. Love the love the vibe. Love the name. It's very uh, Japanese. <laughs> you know? Just sounds like a band that'll be on like East Coast Assault <laughs> 1 to me or something like that. So I fucking, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Or just like a like a Burning Spirits type. That's it. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just two, wor- two awesome words next to each other. <laughs> Out of Pocket was up next. Bay Area Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Joseph Giat. Joseph Giat? Yes. Yeah, dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite set yesterday? Yesterday, well, I think it was either Out of Pocket or New World, man. My friends, uh, he got kicked in the face and fractured three parts on his skull. Okay. But he's okay. Don't worry. He uh, He's going for four next he's year. He's going for four. Uh, playing in Tampa. This I love to see them continuing. They, they lost... Uh, uh, um, Chris from Out of Pocket passed away recently, mm. and they're still rocking. So it was very cool to see. It was cool to see uh, the Bay Area people in the pit for this one. Tell me about booking Out of Pocket, Bob. Yeah, they uh, the Bay rolls out super hard every year for FYA, and um, I just really love what they got going on now. And uh, yeah, Out of Pocket played Philly. They came through on tour, and I was like, so I wanted the band from out there, and I was trying to figure out like what I want to do. And then I was like, I'll see them live and see how, how I feel about it. And they fucking crush it here. And then it, it, as soon as they're done, I was like, yo, if you guys want to play up way, just like, let me know. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. They just not like, it wasn't like a fucking a tryout or some shit like that, but I was like, I feel like if they're as good yeah. as I think they are, like, I'm, I'm going to ask them as soon as they're done playing. And they're totally all like, fair. yeah, like, and they're all just young kids that are psyched on hardcore. Like, I feel like we could ask them to come fly out on a Tuesday night to play like a 50 cast spot. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, we'll be there next week. Like whatever. So <laughs> They're like super psyched on hardcore, and then yeah, their their set was like crazy. The uh, it was really good. Yeah, the, the singer was saying, I guess when they started, it was uh, like a bucket list thing for them to play the fest, and like uh, the the kid that passed, I guess he was just like, yo, it was just like awesome that like you know it's horrible that he fucking passed away, but like the, even him knowing that they got asked to play before all that happened, like made yeah. him happy. You know what I mean? And like, I just like, that Beautiful. fucked me up when he said that the after show I was like, God damn it, man. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just think, uh, they're going to get, they're just going to get on, keep on getting bigger. And they're, I love those kids are sick. It's amazing. They're awesome. Um, there's, there's a magic, something magic in the water in the Bay yeah. right now. Um, Lead. the whole world can feel it. RIP Chris <laughs> out of pocket doing it. We got Warren up next. P fucking A H C baby. <laughs> Tell me about Warren. They just I first uh was into them because they just sounded like Think I Care. And like off the bat, I was like fucking down. And the kid Dan's been around forever. And uh yeah, I just I was like I wanted them to play last year, but uh, it kind of felt like I was like, oh, we'll see if they get new shit. And then they put out two records this year. Both are awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like all right. But uh Are they, yeah, they, they just, Scranton Wilkesbury? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although Dan did move to another one that moved to Philly, <clears throat> so uh, we're claiming them now. So breathing <laughs> up all the uh, the SWB bands. Um, yeah, they're they're just they're hard as fuck. Um, yeah, their set was great. They did a War Hungry little interlude. So yeah, guys, nice. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Beautiful. Good job, Warren. Envision. One mm. of the great memes of the fest so far. Oh my God. <laughs> well, what is it? Am I unfamiliar? Uh, it's the one. It's like a big sing along picture, and there's just a guy like dead on the floor, <laughs> just face down, arms at his fucking sides. It's so good, dude. It's a, it's a perfect. This picture. is what hard, this this pick is what hardcore is all about, dude. Your enemies beneath you while you're arm in arm with your boys, singing relatable words. I believe he's in a Beautiful. band called uh, X Threat from Syracuse, actually. So. Hope, uh, hope, well, hope he survived because the band's good. So. The man, well, the all man. for all is, is holding it down for Syracuse. Sadly, they lost a warrior in the Envision battle. He'll be back. He'll be back because this is God. This is legendary. I didn't and see now he's immortalized all over again in this yes. episode. Yep. <laughs> that, uh, Unbelievable. I mean, when you hear when you hear the uh, guitar solos kicking in for Envision and the sing-along starts, there's not many options. But You're a dead man. <laughs> I got to lay down. It's so good. Here it is again. <laughs> All right. New World Man was up next. Bob, you know how I, f- I mean, everybody knows how I feel about New World Man at this point. Bob, I'm sure you agree, considering they de- opened last year, and here they are midday. They ain't opening this year. Damn yeah, right. they. Uh, Tell me about New World Man, Bob. I love the first thing, and then the newer thing, like, I just, I don't understand. It's the craziest band I've ever heard in my life, I think, like. They have Primus parts into just like four century parts. And it's the whole fucking thing is just psychotic. And uh, it's just, and then Ridge is the perfect front man for, for how Dude, insane the music is. He might be my favorite modern hardcore musician. What yeah, he's they, did fucking, the, the, they did the, they did the SOD intro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah, two songs back to back. Yep. That was awesome. Um, yeah. This is, I think this is my favorite band playing music period right now. Uh, like any genre and <laughs> so this was beautiful uh had a great time so once oasis reunites it'll be oasis new world man i might even put new world man over oasis. <laughs> depending on how the lp is you know once the lp drops it might be game over a lot, for of, pressure. Else. A lot of pressure like i said in the awards show mm. i like them so much that i'm i'm scared for them you know oh sure because most things i like don't get that popular, you know, or things I think are dog shit are huge. Right. Right. So it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, that I, that I'm right this time. Yeah. You know? It's like the craziest backhanded compliment. It is like, I love you. Therefore I'm scared. I'm, but I'm I fear for you. I love you guys so much, but I also love Primus. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Primus. Yeah. You know, but they're, you know, they're pretty, they, they're pretty they're, big. They're, they're, they're rich. Yeah. They're you know? doing Primus okay. is rich. So I hope new old man, Gets as rich as Primus. Uh, New World Man Primus, the two greats. Scarab <laughs> up next. Our best uh, new band of 2023 mm-hmm. award winner. Tell me about booking Scarab, Bob. Putting them fucking 60% through the day. Hell of a... You're putting them over, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, them, that's... Them yinzers over. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, again, we talked about, like, learning from Joe. <laughs> like, I remember the one year 
he put up for some godforsaken reason he put let down like fifth to last and we're like dude what the fuck are you doing and he's just like no <laughs> these motherfuckers gotta know they're like let down blah, blah, blah whatever so i was just like he kind of taught me the art of like hey man you position a band in a certain way on a bill it's going to make people be like oh shit and like yeah. that's obviously the one for them because i want them to be the biggest bands in hardcore like yeah period so um yeah like i think even when Lennon sent me the songs or Molly sent me the songs originally, I was like, yo, like, let me do a record. And then I was like, yeah, you guys are playing FOA too. Like it wasn't even like a fucking okay. conversation. Like I was like, I know people are going to love this. I love this. I don't give a shit. And then, uh, yeah. so yeah. And then like, you know, after their first show, even I was just like, dude, if I put them like halfway through the day when everybody's there, like it's going to pop the fuck off. And yeah, like mm. that set was, they are just the best man. It's like fucking crazy. Yeah. Best new band of 2023. You heard it here many times. <laughs> um, and, and it's like, why, if you're, you're a festival promoter, you know, why would you not use the, the, this, this ounce of power that you've given yourself to psychologically teach the world that this is the next big thing? You know? Yeah, literally. Yep. Rainfest did it every year. They had a North, they had power headline that motherfucker every year. <laughs> and it was insane. It was like terror power, Andrew WK. So Scarab, Scarab is Scarab is next. We're teaching the world. Scarab rocks, dude. There is a speaking of Rainfest, really quick. I just found recently. There's an excellent video, multicam video, and it sounds like soundboard audio of Bad Seed playing at Rainfest 2009 Ooh. or 10. I got ro- my shit rocked during that set. The amount of familiar faces in the pit is actually crazy. It's wild. It's an all-star roster. Dude. It's it's wild. It's an Olympic team in that pit. Champ is playing <laughs> drums. Save is playing guitar, and then the rest of title fight. It's amazing. Yeah, check that one out. Who I was? Don't next? remember it. <laughs> that was. I think that was the worst pit injury I've ever had. Is getting rocked. Just got during bad scene. Bonked. It was Jared Carmen. Uh, he got <laughs> Division of Mind was up. Is up next. Yeah, They're I mean, back he, for yeah. back for blood. They got a new record coming, hopefully, this year. Um, yeah, they hadn't played in a few years, so I was just like, I mean, I love them, so I think people, it's been a minute since people, they haven't played since uh, the Cuban Club year, so I was just psyched that they came back, and then people still remember them, and people went off the new songs. Before we talk about the Cuban Club, let me just say, Division of Mind, Richmond, Mount Rushmore. Oh, oh absolutely. Very nice. Period. Is Who Castle on Side that? on there? Cast aside, a hundred percent on that. <laughs> yeah, D- DTN has to be on. Of course, you know. Of course, I think DTN did for Richmond what Backtrack did for Long Island. Dude, well said. Very well said. Um, Brace War kind of did that too, but Avail, you know, there's Avail and there's Brace War, and then there's all there's like a couple conversations you can have. Naysayer toured a lot. Naysayer did a lot. I would have to say Brace War. A band from Richmond coming out of the gate and playing Sound and Fury like ten years in a row. Yeah, pretty pretty big feat. <laughs> yeah, pretty, and it's like it's braces. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, the, the guy. King. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I agree with that. What's yours, Bob? I'm curious what your Richmond moment. <laughs> Fuck. Um, count me out. Yeah, um, I forget they're from Richmond every time. Yeah. Uh, shit. Probably Naysayer. I, I love Naysayer. I would like watch them yep. every day of the week if I could. Friends of the show. I'll throw a bar fight on there. Mm. Does. Good answer. Um, Honestly, you have to throw... I, I probably agree with the... 
fuck, DTN or Brayshaw. I don't fucking know. They, they both, like, every band that comes from Richmond, it, it's like, like, Blacklisted from Philly, but no younger bands ever really, like, wanted to try to be Blacklisted, or, like, if they did, they yeah. fucking failed miserably, but, like, Richmond, I feel like every band just looks up to them and reveres them so much, like, you have, to, it, to me, it's just like a tie, I guess, DTN and Brace War, like, they are, nice. you think of Richmond Arc, or you think of both those bands, you know? Yeah, hundred percent, big time. Also, any of the edge breaks that occurred between those two bands were so <laughs> the ripple effect that had on this the hardcore in that city is like ongoing to this day. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how you know those those two those bands meant something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, how many years was it at the Cuban Club? Was it just the one? I think I think it was, was just it? the one. Yeah, it was, and then it was oh, going to be the wow. next year, and then I was about to fly down to Florida the next day, and they told me uh, I did not, in fact, have uh, the permission to do the the fest there. So I had, that's why it was at Orfield that year again. Ah, uh, so the Cuban yeah. Club that was the one that was it was like right around the corner from the Scientology spot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one for anybody who remembers from the Harm's Way episode, that was the one where Nick was hat was green. Oh, he's green. He slept in a, a rental car for about 10 hours during the day. That's awesome. While the fest was going on. Um, I liked that venue, but obviously it didn't work out very well. The venue was great. I, I That was like my favorite, like, because for years it was just at Orfield and I was, I was thankful to have it there, but the fucking stage sucked ass. So I was like, oh, finally. <laughs> that like, was, that's yeah, tall stage one with uh, the chickens uh, outside. Yes, yeah, like City Gardens level eight foot fucking like risk your life to fucking jump off of that thing was terrifying. So I was like, oh, people can actually die finally. And then uh, the only good thing that came out of that was killing Chain of Strength because they played in front of like twenty five people. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know if you would want to talk about that. He oh, said it. Them. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. No, I like. I like <laughs> a couple people in the band, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, they like were such babies the whole time and then they're at the bar trying to pick up girls to come to the show Every, everything about it was pathetic and then so them getting uh their karma by playing in front of 25 people in a, in a packed room after earth crisis the real straight edge band smoked them i'm i'm all i'm i'm all about that i don't give a fuck i'm good they haven't played since oh is that true Ooh. they haven't yeah. played since no one of my you favorite bands on earth life. yeah I'll, sometimes it's mercy killing I, I can love your discography but yeah, yeah. It is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, the the picture was pretty. Oh, the picture oh, cracks shit. me up every fucking time. Dude. Here That's... it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, Earth Crisis that. rules, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're God. great. Earth Crisis Pick rocks. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> good job, Bob. <laughs> you did good. You did good, kid. <laughs> This episode's awesome. Uh, regulate was up next. Before wait, before we get to regulate, and yeah. before we get to, before we get away from Virginia, mm. I I don't think I've ever shouted them out on this show before, but Dead and Dreaming is what probably one of my favorite bands of the last fifteen years. So if you're listening to this, and you and you want to hear a new thing that you like, listen to Dead and Dreaming. How do you feel about Dead and Dreaming, Bob? They are fucked up. They, that's like actual They're insane person music, up, like in, in a positive way. Like they, <laughs> when they put out the, uh, I don't even remember, it was like maybe just like a new promo or something like that. Um, 
I don't even know how long ago it was at this point. Like I liked everything up until then, and then I was like, dude, what the? This is like crazy sounding. I think they're yeah, with yeah. the lion. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're just dude. yeah. <laughs> There's a minute. I would they were say like they're a big thing, and then people kind of forgot about them, but yes. they're fucking great. Well, there's that. This is what I'm talking about with the New World Man thing, where I say I like them so much that, like, of course it didn't work because <laughs> ah. they were operating on this level that I where it was like me. I can I can process these songs and go, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, but the average, like the consumer's mind. Yeah, you got to like, fuck up too crazy. You got a fucked up brain, so it works. It's for you. fucked. Yeah. So fucked up stuff. Right. I love. Right, right. That makes sense. Then dreaming. Is, I would I would say they're like the disgrace. Of, of that whole region. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Where it's just like fucked up guys writing fucked up stuff. <laughs> Bob, what are you? What are you sipping on over there? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, Doctor Pepper heavy. Yeah. Oof. Heavy as hell, dude. Oh, the heavy heaviest hell. one I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, regulate. I love you're keeping you're keeping Doctor Pepper alive, Bob. I'm really I'm really happy about that. I'm proud of you. You you <laughs> you're right. You've been right there with me day one. It's so the, I don't know if this is like uh, where you live too, but um, Dr. Pepper is out of stock a lot in the area now. Like since Whoa. COVID, it would be, it was like a whole thing and like, oh, like, you know, uh, no delivery today. And I felt insane, like going <laughs> to like multiple gas stations or Wawa's trying to just get a fucking Dr. Pepper. So I don't know what's going on, but I don't know if we got to open up more factories or do something, yeah, but yeah. it's just, it's becoming a fucking problem. The, the supply chain still fucked up. Absolutely. I'll go to, I don't want to reveal too much, but I, I have gone to, yeah. in the last six months, I've, I've texted people like, oh, on the third one, we'll see if this one has them. So Whoa. they need to step their shit I, up. It's, it's the only oh, thing. Dude, they're I, all here. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. We got plenty. We're plentiful. Oh. It's plentiful. Here. Plentiful doctors. Okay, well, dude, I've made a, like wine. I've made Must a change nice. recently. <laughs> I've made a change <laughs> to the mini. I've made a change to the mini cans recently. That's what I keep in the fridge. I like the mini cans. Really? Full heavy mini can or no? Diet no, mini? diet, diet. You fight? Do you like the zero, Bob? No, absolutely not. I, I only I don't like the cherry vanilla John. I don't like the diet. I don't, I, I just need the red. There's 23 flavors. What else? Wait, you didn't like the Dr Pepper cream soda one? Fuck no, dude. It was incredible. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority. I just it's just not for me. That's one of the great Listen, sodas of our You're time, steadfast. Man. You know, that's what Joss has been singing about for years. It is. You're living the you, you live the Joss mentality. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our good friends regulate here. Mm-hmm. Other people that live the Joss mentality in the lifestyle. <laughs> this was maybe the all time great regulate set, I would say. Yeah. I mean, dude, they it's haven't fantastic. played. They played this. The second one, I think was the last one they played and the lights went off halfway through like a district nine cover, I think. <laughs> And uh, that was like the only reason I remember that is because the, the first few ones there's like not that much memorable things, and I remember that happening. But uh, that yeah, was just, definitely John Lopez in the back of the room just turning the lights <laughs> off. That's a very good possibility, <laughs> honestly. I would bet. I would bet my life on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this yeah, is I mean, the loudest. The loudest forty-eight uh, sing-along mm. of all time. This was great. I, um, I'm a big big fan. Yeah, love the record. Love seeing them. Uh, one of the great modern front men. I think we could all oh, probably. Oh, yeah. Seb is unbelievable. I mean, dude, him and Body being in the same band is like. It's crazy. Not even cracked. Fair. Two of the best divers, moshers, front men. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Seb has gotten injured, I think, every FYA for the last like four. <laughs> and uh, so I was glad he's actually able to play and not 
uh, hurt himself, <laughs> so that made me happy. He's a pain pig, dude. He's an addict. <laughs> He's a pain pig. She's sick. Christ. He's addicted to suffering. He loves it. But man, thank God for that. Because he gives it all every time. He's he's basically Michael Jackson. If Michael Jackson could spin kick. And back. I mean, that's what I told him. I was like, you can dance like Michael Jackson, but he can't mosh like you. So you got to be better. 100%, Damn. Dude. 100%. Whoa. As one of Period. <laughs> Regulate. Gridiron is up next. The pride of uh, oh, by the way, are you doing okay? It was a rough, uh, it was a rough night for everybody involved, and then uh, people got to just sit back and watch all of us just bicker with each other and talk shit to each other. So <laughs> the bird, the birds lost, Bo. Oh, do you know what? Birds are out. I for watched the season, Bo. I watched the my first football game in probably fifteen years the other day. I watched the Cowboys Packers game. Going to watch. They got fucked are. up. Yeah, it was it was great. I had a great so the, time. The yeah. Birds Cowboys rivalry is, is all time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? Okay. So obviously I'm not I'm not a huge sports guy, but I do love like a good 30 for 30. I love a nice like rivalry story. Like that's fun. Who doesn't like that? So who who do the Eagles like who's the biggest rival? Is it everyone? But who's like it's the Cowboys? It's the Cowboys. Yeah, it'll always be the Cowboys. Like, even if they're not like even close to as good as us most years, it's always just gonna it's it's always gonna be yeah. fucked Dallas no matter what. Yeah, so, that's yeah. that's Chicago and Green Bay. That's how it is. They're yeah, it makes like, sense. Even if they're way bad, like they're in the playoffs or whatever, like not the Bears. <laughs> Sorry about the birds, dude. It's, it's right. it was it was a long night. It was burning burning the midnight oil, just contemplating life. Yeah, when you logged on today, I could still see some pain. In <laughs> I hadn't slept. I've been up for 36 hours straight. Just a minute. <laughs> well, anyway, Gridiron played. I'm sure they're devastated today, too. Oh. Other than Will, because the Lions won their first playoff game since 1991. Yeah, I mean, respect them. I, it is funny because I think Good only two people in the band actually like sports. Now I think about it. I think it's just Carl and Will. But yeah. they obviously yeah. like it enough for all of them. Uh yeah, they just <laughs> for all of us. I, I was like, one. oh, they, they don't have like a new record. I was like, oh, but, you know, I, I feel like it'd still be good, and I just love them guys. So I was like, oh, we'll, we'll try it out. And then that was probably the craziest gridiron set. I know at for the children, it yeah. looked like fucking otherworldly. So I was glad that yeah, it was uh, one of the greats. Yeah, like their last two sets have just been like better and better. So it's like to yeah, see what they end up doing this year. I wanted to ask you how how much do, you raised a good point about them not about somebody not having a record out how in depth are you looking at that when you're trying to book a band on a fest it weighs heavy honestly like i just wow. you never want a band i just want a band to have as good a set as possible so like i'll put them in a spot where i think they'll have the best set or you know oh you haven't done something for like a minute like i just don't think it's the right time and like i don't ever want to offend people and be like nah man your set's gonna suck because it's not like that it's just like i don't want you to waste time coming all the way here and just not having the best possible scenario so it's like very rare, like unless, you know, like, I mean, Mind Force hasn't had a new record in like a minute, but like, you know, some bands like Magnitude wrote the same record for fucking five years, but like they, you know, so excuse me, not in a derogatory way. It's just like they can, they yeah, can yeah. still capitalize or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, so did I don't write a band off immediately, but it does make me less like, fuck, I need this band. If it's not, not, not even like an album cycle thing, just like, oh, like it, they've, they've played these songs for a minute. They can like take some time off. There sure. you go. There you go. Holy fair. Love it. Everybody gets hurt. Obviously a big exception to that. As you said, this was, <laughs> this was Scanlon being like, they're ready. And Mike Dijon saying they're ready. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that Mike Dijon, he told us pretty, he went pretty in depth up with us about like producing their stuff for the most part. Oh, I, I had, had no idea. idea yeah. About. That's no, crazy. Yeah. That's what a powerful partnership this was. What an incredible set this was. I watched this whole thing right from the side just because it was like, all right, I better just wait here. Uh, <laughs> and man, th- this is great. I feel like Tampa's like their second biggest market too. <laughs> well, that's like, it's it's not, I don't have a fucking formula or some shit, but there is stuff that just like works. Like every year having like a New York, like literally just like a goon band for lack of a better word, like, just there's so many New York people that end up moving to Florida, like ex like fan members or whatever, and just yeah. end up you know getting down there. So I think that's oh, also like part of it. Yeah, I mean literally, yeah, straight up. So like <laughs> there, so every year, like going back, to like when I did Billy Club the one year, and like obviously bulldoze, like things like that. Like it just the ignorant moss shit, like specifically for like you know that era of New York. Like I feel like just does like super well at the fest. So I was like having bands like that on it. Have they ever played FYA before? Nah. Have they played Tampa? When was the last time they played Tampa? I, I, it honestly might have been their first Tampa show ever. I have no fucking idea, but like, because I can't imagine they. Because I, I, what I remember is it might have been an FYA or some video of like a Florida band covering Everybody Gets Hurt, and it was like insane. Yeah, I, I and I remember at that time thinking like, damn, they should play Florida. (laughs) (laughs) So good job making it happen. Finally, this was awesome. Everybody Gets Hurt is a band I think that gets written off. Uh, by their name, honestly, yeah. Most people probably just assume they're a, bi- a beatdown band. But I've had people from New York tell me like, "Dude, I wrote them off forever." Yeah, yeah I mean, when I was and it's really just kind of, see, and it's kind of just like it's. I would say I would compare it to Cold as Life in the way where you you it's something completely different. They're in reality, they're doing a perfect blend of like everything we like about hardcore. Yep. And the name, the name does not, if, if you think about it, it's a double in time. It, it means like, it's literally like the REM song. Everybody hurts <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you know, and then also like everybody's gonna get hurt in the, like, it's yeah. a cool name. Like the pit is dangerous, but also so as a life. human being, so we life. all experience pain. Yes. yes. Everybody gets hurt. One of the most beautiful band names. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing band. Uh, Twitching Tongues was up next. Tell me about Twitching Tongues, Bob. <laughs> I didn't watch. I'm not sure. That's fine. No, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Scanlon for this one. This was this was. I know this was a Scanlon text being like, "You should come on." Fuck no. Absolutely not. I'll I'll tell you. Wow. For the no, this is. Uh, I was like, fuck. I think Twitching Tongues would be. I was like, you think they'd be psyched to play with like Dying Fetus and Ty? And they're like, yeah. You should probably just ask them. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what's up. I was what like, an insane. What an yeah. insane question. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> That's I was like, oh, they're playing a bunch of stuff. I was like, oh, but it would be sick. I think they've somehow never fucking played. So yeah, I was, I was when you were, you might have had the quickest yes out of everybody that I asked this year, which is always appreciated. You didn't string me along, and you were actually seemed excited. So yeah, I was, oh, uh, dude. I was appreciative about that. I mean, we had such a great time just being there last year. Yeah, and and I had a great time playing the year before that I couldn't wait to play again. The the FOMO that I experienced last year was unbelievable. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, right. So this year, uh, this was really special. And, you know, our drummer passed away. Can't talk about it too much or I won't make it through this. A few weeks prior, um, this was our first show in almost 10 years with our original drummer, Mike. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll never forget this one. No. Plain and simple. 
Um, can I, I, I can, I told you this, but I could say from a, from a, an actual fan and from an outsider perspective, this felt so good to, to watch. It felt like a real triumph. I'm so proud of Mike for stepping up and, and filling some pretty big shoes. And then like, dude, just like in the hotel and, and hanging out and everything, like he's so he's such a familiar little silly guy you know oh, and, and like i mean it's it's uh, it's like we never yeah missed a day yeah together it's it's um, really it was really awesome years. the set was fucking awesome i know yeah, you, you said that, could have headline it was crazy oh <laughs> I, I know you said that that 1720 was one that because of like the significance of headlining a hometown show you know blah 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 yeah. so and i didn't see that one I've seen almost all the twitching shows yeah, since yeah. you've been playing again. And this one to me felt like the most like, holy shit. And you were it wearing did. pants that looked like chinos, you know, it was dude. <laughs> They're spin kick proof proof. You can't blow the crotch on them. So thank you, Arcteryx for those <laughs> other anecdotes. I can please tell from this one. Um, Mac, our, our beloved, Merch man and stage guy unplugging the one sample that we play <laughs> during the whole set was awesome. I was wondering why he looked so panicked. Thanks. I guess that's what was going on there. Dude. Yeah. That, well, also, dude, the, that, this was awesome. My mic cable got ripped out instantaneously. Ten seconds in. Yeah. I was saying Kale's name. And before I could say his last name, it got ripped out. And then I plugged it back in and went to say his name again. But some good Samaritan in the front took the cable and just plugged it straight into the monitor and looked at me like, (laughs) (laughs) got you dog. Dude. Uh, Yeah. That that doesn't work. What a kind soul though, (laughs) but we need that. We need, we need the wherewithal. If you're in a crowd, you know, something's wrong and you think you figured it out. Yeah. Try. Respect for trying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was straight into that monitor. And even in the moment I was like, thanks man. (laughs) Nope. That's a monitor. Uh, Pivoted, uh, you know, you know those moments, guys, where like your mic gets unplugged, you're all frazzled, you're about to start this thing that you can't wait to do, and yeah. then you're thinking about it for like 15 minutes. Yeah, you're like, "Fuck, remember that? That sucked." <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you snap out of it, and then I like that. I, I kept making these conscious thoughts to snap out of it while we were playing, and like it was beautiful. So thank you, Bob. Dude, I mean, yes. the the sample came unplugged. You <laughs> you hit the thing and it fell off. <laughs> The, the little platform the that head, was cool though, the head right? case that was cool the mic came unplugged <laughs> like alec wasn't able to do some backup stuff because he had to, you had to use his you know what i mean but yeah. that's that's and he was at one point he i think he was crying too hard to turn around i think at one point the whole band was just like weeping yeah. while playing yeah so that was cool um but what <laughs> i was gonna fun. say is that's that's the beauty of yeah. this kind of music it, it doesn't yeah. have to be perfect who wants to see a perfect thing? Not me. I have a computer. 100%. I want to see you fuck up and I want to see how you recover. That's what yeah. makes a cool bit. Like, that's cool to me. Dude, a perfect example is is Gojira at Red Rocks. They play that their, like, biggest single off of Magma. And they start it and the pedal's fucked up. And they're, like, known for being, like, meticulous. Perfect. Perfect yeah. band. Closed stage sound checks kind of thing because they fucking, they oh, get wow. it tight. They fuck up. And they just kind of like that can happen, and then they like start over, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's cool. perfect. Like even even a band like that has that like they know that the authenticity is what's important, and in the context of twitching tongues, 
That was like the coolest part because you had <laughs> 300 people singing along, you know? Yeah, it was cool. It was, was, it was one of my favorite sets of all time. Yeah, it was amazing. That was maybe my favorite. I was trying to think. I was like, I don't know. Like, the, this is hardcore. The first set you guys played was up there. But I feel like this set to me was like the the like the comeback, for lack of a better word, you guys have had is like fucking unbelievable. Like, it's just like it's awesome to see. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. It's nice having this weekly uh, propaganda show where it can happen. It's working. Week, so. but yeah, it's it's working. It's been very special. Um, last time Mike played was This Is Hardcore 2015. So we he, he went out of This Is Hardcore, came back at FYA. Symbolic. Yeah, that's really new. That's cool. But One thanks, of my favorite Bob, people thanks, in Joe. hardcore, Mike. The fucking goat, dude. I'm so glad that people get to just experience Mike. Basil and Oak, baby. <laughs> One of the great woodworkers of our time. <laughs> One of the great well. carpenters <laughs> of, our, of our day. Uh, better carpenter than Jesus, I would say. <laughs> Hasn't been crucified like that other fucking loser. Anyway. Pain of Truth is up next. The The band of 2023. My God. Album of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, tearing it up everywhere they go. And ha- haven't played a bad show yet anywhere in the world, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> even in even in we- est and east and west Germany. How do you say that in German, Bo? Ost und West. Straight up, dude. They rocked there. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me about Pain of Truth, Bob. I mean, that's they're one of the most like universally liked bands in forever. Like to me, like when they came out, it was very like when the TUI demo dropped. Um, and like the seven inch and shit. And then like, you know, with the LP, it's always like, well, let's see if they can keep up the energy. And then like, dude, obviously it fucking worked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's the, the record's crazy. And then, you know, seeing people, cause everybody knew every word to every song. Cause they only had like fucking seven or whatever. So now they know all the words to shit they play live. And then it's just, it's just crazy how massive they are. Like, it's awesome. Like, like it, you know, I've never seen them play a bad set just cause like you said, I don't think they've yeah. ever had to play a bad set. So yeah, it was just are capable of it. Literally straight up. Like, I hope they never do. Yeah, yeah, same. I just yeah, I love them, and then that was probably my favorite time because they've. I rarely do repeats, but I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna not do fucking Pain of Truth. So, um, yeah. their third time, and honestly, might have been the best one they played. So it was fucking sick. They're a band, I think, who if they were missing from a lineup, you mm. would in the Instagram comments be like, "No Pain of Truth," and you would like yeah, lose your mind. You know what I mean? Like they are. <laughs> that band yeah they they ran 2023 um and it's you started off in 2024 and that's the beauty of a of a bob wilson of this world (laughs) a bob wilson the bob wilsons of the world are able to say you know what i think this is their time (laughs) and clearly it is thank you bob (laughs) wilson oh you you started the bob chant too during twitching i did you hated that huh i literally forgot about that to right now i fucking (laughs) I, I don't like obviously I appreciate when bands like, oh thanks, blah blah whatever, but like when I feel anybody fucking looking at me, I want to fucking kill myself. So I was just like, this motherfucker's not doing this right now. Oh, I, I did it. Oh, you did it. And I wanted <clears throat> if I could leave the stage if it wasn't a crowd of people around to do that, I would have left. Bob Wilson. Bob Wilson. You fan? Yeah. Big fan. Bob. Fucking it's Bob. happening. You're, you're doing it. Bob, it's it's all happening. Run don't for worry. office. What's the best Florida man of all time? Uh, day to remember. Wow. Crazy answer. But thank you for being here. <laughs> like, for elementary school, and like, you pissed your pants or something like that. Everybody's like, yelling. No. Like, it was like the opposite because of a positive thing, but I hated the uh, the attention. Yeah, I'm not saying experience. I pissed my pants in elementary school. 
It's, it's yeah, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if someone were to piss their pants <laughs> in a men's squad, that that would feel bad. Miles yeah. Well, they're going to be chanted for the rest of your life. It's going to everywhere you go is going to be Bob, Bob, Bob. Yeah, you you you, you prefer to be kind of behind the scenes, huh? Yeah, I I just yeah. somebody you would think I would like attention for doing six fucking bands as a singer. I cannot yeah. stand that shit. Like I fucking hate it. Interesting. That's because you love rocking. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> love rocking. Guy, you're addicted. So addicted to rocking that it puts your uh, you don't mind the shame and embarrassment that comes with. <laughs> People going, look, there's Bob. <laughs> so here's another thing Bob did. Bob put Dying Fetus on, on FYA. <sighs> Favorite sets so far? Yesterday, yep. it was either Gridiron or Dying Fetus. Yep. Those yep. things were it's a good answers. Yep. Good cover right there for Dying Fetus. It was kind of amazing. Thank you so much. Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, this was like, we, we talked about this for weeks on the show, just yeah. being like nervous. I was ex- like, I got so goosebumps excited. just thinking about this. Yeah, yeah. How did this That's, how uh, did this come about? It's been I've been trying to I gotta find emails. I've been trying to do it for like a, probably the last like five or six fests. And it's always like, I don't know, like it's it's like probably not feasible or they're doing this tour or whatever, so it's not gonna line up. And then cause obviously like it's in Tampa, so like, you know, you like matching, you like metal. The first band you think is like obituary. You know what I mean? So I was like right. forever it's like, oh like Obituary would be sick. And then in my head, I was like, Obituary would be sick. But like, I was like, Dying Fetus would, is arguably more pitiful. I was like, I wonder if they would be like down yes. for it. And uh, I wouldn't say it's arguable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, obviously, I, I fucking, as everybody in here, I love Obituary. But like, I just try to think, yes. I'm like, dude, like, I, I just, they haven't played a hardcore thing. Like, when I was younger, they played hardcore shows and like, it wasn't crazy. But like, obviously, in the last, like, whatever, 20 some years, they just really haven't like played that many, like, straight up hardcore shows. I was like, oh, let's, let's try this out. If like, if it's a flop and people are just full of shit and they don't actually care about this, that's fine, whatever. But I always want to try it. And they were all psyched leading up to it. I know like uh, the drummer like, on here was talking about it, I believe. And then I had friends that he was talking to, how, he, how psyched he was. And I mean, just even them doing the set list that said like FYA, like spin kick set list or whatever the fuck, like they get yeah. it. You know what I mean? And like, they, they know, it. man. Yeah, literally. And like, that's all you can ask for. It's not just like, fuck you you're getting whatever we're going to give you like like nah, right. like oh, we, right. we get what's going on here and we want to like make you guys like you know appreciate what we're doing and then, yeah I, I think it worked out awesome that was fucking crazy seeing a room full of people sing next up up lyrics was like it was it was awesome that alone was yeah. amazing yeah yeah that was crazy uh, it, it was so really smart. a beautiful thing yeah and, and like we we did a, a full episode with trey the drummer while we were there um and a huge part of it is just about how big hardcore is to them as a band and how influential it is. And like, they know they wouldn't be where they are without hardcore. It's one of the, it's one of the without first without things John said, I think yeah. on, on stage was like, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for hardcore and, and like people embracing us. So blah, blah, blah. You know, like he said something along those lines, like right away. Yeah. And they are pound for pound. One of the most pitiful bands in history. Yeah, what was I mean, the big? What was the big one, dude? The dude, and then the second. And then into yeah, that, that the the woo the audible woo yeah. during that moment, yeah. which sounded like a thousand people hearing that song for the first time. Yes, 
Yes. Was incredible. We were watching. I, I was staged. I was on stage, stage left. And I could hear that over drums, over everything. Yeah. I could hear the woo. It was crazy. It was awesome. It was a thousand people going, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh Literally. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. As and somebody was, who's usually anti-very, uh, like, woo, hardcore, like, dog barking in the pit kind of nonsense. That was like, it was like a genuine, holy fuck. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, oh, woo. Oh, yeah. woo. <laughs> this is what this <laughs> And then seeing Aaron Melnick, okay. seeing Aaron Melnick, watch the integrity cover that you did with him. Like the video that got posted was like, that was awesome. Pretty crazy, man. Shit. It was fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. it was. That's awesome. the guy, man. Uh, I mean, I, uh, we should have grabbed him. I wish we grabbed him. I know that's an all time part. That's a, that's like a, a Mount Rushmore hardcore riffer. Oh fuck. Yeah. hundred percent. His riffs pretty much single-handedly killed youth crew. So can we, I, can we I do it him for that? I would say him. I would say Paris. I would say allegedly, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, what Paris or Doug? We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Paris. I would say ah, fuck. Skip? No, not Skip. Who played guitar in Turning Point? Bob, do you know? Jay Laughlin. Jay, that's right. Jay. Yeah. And then I'd have to think about the four. Is this Bo's Mount Rushmore? Yeah, this is my Mount Rushmore of hardcore <laughs> okay, riffers. <laughs> and then and then uh, Three Gun, Florida. <laughs> <Frank>. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. This would take me too long. Yeah. So I'd have to do I'd have to do a, a fucking whiteboard with a science project behind me to deduce. <laughs> but Melnick, Aaron Melnick, he's brothers. Legends. Armenian legends, dude. Mm. Armenian Armenian persecution, one of the greatest hardcore songs ever. Anyway. Uh we'll talk about him more in a second. Uh Trap and Rice closed out day one, Bob. You said you wouldn't hit the pit, and then you hit the pit. I did. What's up I, with that? Um, there's just something when T.Y. plays Gemini. I just, like, turn into a completely new human. And do you, are you a Gemini? No. Poser. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's fucking trapped under ice, dude. Like, yeah. that's another band, like, when when I was kind of... Tampa obviously doesn't have, like, a lot of, like... Like, they have venues, but nothing really that made sense, like, how I wanted the show to be or whatever. So they played the Orpheum and it was good because it's fucking trapped under ice. But I was like, like, fuck, dude. I was like, I want them. I want them to come back and play like in a much better spot, like where it should yeah. it's like, more of like what TUI set should be. And then seeing them at this spot, like basically getting to like, redo them from seven years ago. Like it was it's kind of like upgraded. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. seeing the people like nobody left before them. Like obviously it's a headliner. So it's always stressful with that shit. But the room course, is fucking yeah. packed and people are screaming every word and. Justice was on one foot looking cool as shit. Like, dude, it was like Brendan playing so, drums. Everything was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Made me so nervous to see Justice because he was walking around with a cane because he, he had broken his foot mm-hmm. not too long ago in like November. So he's walking around yeah. with a cane. And then I, I was thinking to myself, like, how's he going to play? And he just raw dogged it. And it's like, man, just did it. fuck, that's scary. That's <laughs> so scary. <laughs> As we've said many times on here, TUI is like a once in five generations type band. Yep. Um, they they united the world. Like you you can like any kind of hardcore and there's going to be something. You're going to like Trap and Rise for some reason. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um, it's also. I think they can they can headline the FYAs of the world forever. It, it's yep. crazy too the amount of people who we've talked to at other times that um, at other shows that TUI played all over the world, literally, where it was like, oh yeah, I never saw them because people are, are young. 
And it's like, dude, they were on the road like fucking maniacs back in the day. So it's and then took such a long hiatus that it's pretty. They were, but they stopped. Yeah, pretty much all together touring in like 2013. Yep. Oh, really? Was it that? Yeah, it was that long ago. Which for us has gone by pretty fast. But thousands, hundreds of thousands of new hardcore kids have been born since then. So they got it. They got to make their way around the world a couple of times before before everybody has seen them. Yeah. Um, but the excitement of people who get to see them oh, is what I'm saying is like palpable. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's they're getting uh, these like TUI shows when I was young or touring with them initially were like very violent. Yeah. And now because the lyrics people so many people connect with the lyrics. That's kind of like that was the thing that. I, I think you did unite the people with Trapped and Rice was that yeah he was they were going dun 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 but also he very clearly has actual things to say yep um, and even if you don't even if he's saying of of a 300 syllable sentence <laughs> about um, the depths of Baltimore there's still something within it where you go yeah it's because that sounds a lot like me <laughs> Why well, listening to Trap and Rice is a lot like watching like Drive, you know? Yeah. Where you go, he's just like me, and he ain't nothing like you in reality. But, <laughs> but we connect with it in some way. That's good. I like that. Uh just one of the greatest bands, period. And that was that was day one. Pardon this interruption. We got some very important messages to to tell to you, the hardcore audience. Because listen. I know you're thirsty after FYA. Mm. I know your body is deteriorating after FYA. Mm-hmm. You got sick. It happens. Your 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 immune system is shot, but ours are not. I'm not sick. I'm not sick one bit. And I, you know, I'm not going to say that it's because of this. No, nah, I would never. Say I can that. tell you that overall, my daily intake of vitamins, antioxidants, probiotics, etc., is through the roof since. I started drinking AG1. That is absolutely right. I had AG1 with me. Did you have it with you? Oh, yeah. I didn't we, miss a day. We fly with it. I'm about to take mine right after we wrap up here. Uh, if you use the link in the description below, you get five of the travel packs, which are very handy. Throw them right in your toiletry bag, or your, your little your bum bag, whatever you got. And you also get a year supply of the vitamin D and K drops. It is. If you, do you need more energy? In your day? Do you need to be drinking less coffee throughout your day? Do you need to just feel overall better? The things that your body is missing are all inside this little green powder. Mm. Mix it up with 12 to 16 ounces of cold water. <laughs> drink it back. Shoot it back in one sip. You'll never even notice. Nope. You'll just, you'll, you'll really feel when you don't drink it. That's, that's what we say. And that's the biggest piece of advice I can give you. Yeah. I don't travel without it. Bo doesn't travel without it. Uh, I really can't live without this stuff at this point. I love it. Athleticgreens.com slash hardlore, five free travel bags, a year supply of vitamin D. Check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Manscaped. The kings. Which, the kings of this show, really. They are the they are the, the kings that keep giving. <laughs> uh, on the subject of FYA, as we said last week, you know, fests are stinky. Oh, my God. This one in particular. This one gets humid. It gets warm. It gets wet in there. It gets wet and wild. And the only thing you can do is put some crop preserver on, Mm -hmm. put some crop reviver on, (sighs) 
You you need to you need to get on Manscaped. Okay. They got deodorant. They got cologne. They got body wash. They got all kinds of stuff. What's the the ball mop thing? Oh, the crop mop. The crop mop. They got the wipes. They, they got, got wipes for your nuts. Hello. And they're you know they're gender neutral. Yeah. As are nuts. You know. A- as is hair. And if you need to trim as it, is hair. They you, got that you, stuff. You need too. to take care of yourself. If you've got scape, they can man it. <laughs> your balls will thank you. Your draws will thank you. Mm. Trademark hard lore. That's two. That's amazing. I know. What do they get, Colin? They get 20% off and free shipping with code Hardlore. I'll buy anything if I get 20% off and free shipping. What is it? I want it. Send it. Challenge me. Send me a link to something that's 20% off and free shipping. (laughs) I swear to God, I'll buy it. But you got to use code Hardlore and get our Manscaped. Yeah. Thank you, Manscaped, for once again sponsoring the show. Almost two years running now. The beautiful partnership. Mm. We love Manscaped. Manscaped. I hope they love us. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you, Manscaped. Uh, quick shout out. Quick one. Bo, yes. To Black Magic Pizza. Woo! We swung. They opened. They were closed the day we were in Orlando. They opened just to feed us. Just to feed us. And let me tell you. Incredible. Incredible pizza. <laughs> this is not a sponsored ad. This is just us wanting to shout out some cool hardcore kids in Orlando yep. doing a cool thing. If you're in the Orlando area, you don't want chain. You don't want something at Universal or Disney or whatever. You're just looking for something. They're open late. It's real easy. Walk up, grab you a slice, grab you a whole pie. Your whole pie. The, the cannolis. The cano- I was just going to say the cannoli was great. Oh the garlic knots. Hello. Yeah, they had it all. Check out Black Magic Pizza. Thank you guys so much. Back to the episode. My name's Clerp, and I'm, really I'm, I'm from Nashville, but I live in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. Wow. I met her in Nashville. Yes. At Big the time end. friend of the show. What's your worst mosh injury of all time? Because you were up front the whole time this year. I was worried for and pit the Actually, hardest. it might have been today. Uh, I was in the fetal position next to the stage during Galmora because I got socked so fucking hard. You got socked in the tummy? Dude, I got... In the tummy? I got spun cupped in the Ooh. tummy. What's, uh, what's your favorite thing? Therapy. Yeah, yeah, that's... You can spin kick and also give advice. Thank you, Clark. I had to double up on my fucking socks, dude. It's so fucking cold. That's cr- dude, it's I'm burning alive in this room. It's two degrees outside. <laughs> so pathetic. <laughs> my body wash was uh, frozen this morning. It was icy. I saw that. That yeah. was awesome. All right. Day two. Mm. Before day two, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into the uh, between the days gambling type stuff this time around just because I lost a bunch of money and I never got it back. And that's all there is. That's the whole story this time. Yeah. We <laughs> Jets. Hey Jets, that was good. That Between was good. Uh, Brandon, in Brandon, uh, yeah, Florida. no, in Brandon, Brandon, Rob. yeah. I don't. I, what the fuck? You didn't know that? I straight up, I, I had no idea. Damn it! Oh, dude, that's a that's a that's a uh, FYA ritual for us. Fuck! All right, well, I got to hit the Brandon Jets. It closes at midnight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> The best Jets east of uh, east of Detroit, I would say. <laughs> a good one. That was anyway, good. Yeah, yeah, I lost a bunch of money. Yeah, never casino, got it back. Casino was good. That's the whole story. Uh, Hard Rock Tampa, scumbag, shithole. I'll never be back. I'll be back next year to get it all back. Today, Day two started with Balmora. Mm. Balmora is a very special band. Connecticut. Young lads, we we had a good chat with Jay outside. Um, he's 19 years old. He is a prolific 
riffer and writer. He's the future of aggressive music. He's my new muse, I would say, <laughs> is Jay. He looks insane, uh, which I like. Uh, here's a, here's a, a few words from Jay. Welcome. Please welcome Jay from Balmora. You opened today. I did open today, that's true. Some, some are calling it one of the greatest opening fest sets of all time. It was definitely something. You did um, great. Your swag is out of control. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do something dope. My hair was supposed to be up. Okay. I, I realized humid. that instead of um, instead of gel, I accidentally grabbed the loose. Perfect. So my shit is just. I, I'm up. gonna be honest with you. I kind of dig it. No, you're doing all right. How I'm old are you? Old. I'm 19. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. It's a young... 19 years old, four bands. That's the dream. That's the hardcore that I know about. That's the hardcore. That's that's Connecticut, baby. Well, what's Belmore all about? Belmore Make is it quick. all about Souls games. Dude. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. We gotta talk. We're all about Souls games. Cut the camera. My voice is fucked. Yeah, we're all about spin kicking, Souls games, Connecticut. Uh, oh my god. Uh, that's what she talks. Balmore, the greatest <laughs> man of all time. How about that? Pants. What a cool guy. Pants too big for his goddamn Biggest feet. pants you ever seen. I ever seen. <laughs> Tell me about putting Balmora first, day two, Bob. Um, so that whole scene that they've created, the Ephira scene or whatever, however you pronounce that, it's just like, to me, that's what hardcore is. Like, it's you and a bunch of your friends just like, hey, like, we want to see this happen. There's nobody doing this. Like, we want to do it. We're just going to fucking do it ourselves. So, you know, obviously there's people like who are not into it and that's whatever. And like, even with that kind of shit, I have, a, it's like a very thin line of what I like, what I don't like, but they hit the like undying prayer for cleansing sweet spot for me, like perfectly. And, yeah. uh, I, I straight up love that band. And, um, I, I saw the thing they could have played much higher, but I was like, day two is so fucking hard to get people there early. And yeah. like going back to, I put three knee deep first at the, on the second day at the Cuban club, the one year, just to like make sure <laughs> people were there. And like, it was like fucking psychotic. So every year I try to just do something that makes people get there early. <laughs> and, so this uh, was a technical, tactical maneuver. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was like, dude, like their songs are long as fuck. I don't want to like give them 15 minutes later on. So it's like, if I put them first, oh. I can start 10 minutes early, give them the full set. So they're not cheated. And wow. dude, yeah. Like I think I was talking to, to like the, the woman who helps with the venue or whatever, like in the first couple of songs, I walked in and there's a crowd from the fucking stage to the bar. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, I figured it'd be, you know, like kind of diehards just like they're early, just like fuck each other up. And the place yeah. is fucking packed. And it was like insane. So, and then, the lead to rest cover like popped off like everything about it was fucking great it was uh it was it was 20 minutes of connecticut glory i would <laughs> yes. say yes it was beautiful of 860 203 glory <laughs> it was beautiful now more of the future we'll we'll keep them in mind for the hardcore awards later this year collateral was next florida florida hc tell me about collateral that's just so there's a band be all end all from there. And it's basically like half of that band. And it's not like too different, but um, it's like the same kind of vibe. And that's what I just, to me, it's just funny having them and Balmora back to back because I feel like that's what FYA is. Like, it's not just, you know, bands that all sound alike and only one kind of thing like pops off. So I like mm -hmm. doing them back to back just to, to fuck with people a little bit. And then, yeah, just seeing them like right after Balmora, just like crush it, like play like eight songs in seven minutes or whatever the fuck. Like they're they're incredible, and they have a new record coming out this year on a uh, scheme. Sadly, but I think um, yeah, they're just what they're fucking scheme? Awesome. 
Scheme Records, Kyle Nyland's record label. Um, he's a dirtbag, but the label's great. Um, nah, it, 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 I love that label. But uh, yeah, they, they're just fucking sick as hell. And then seeing, hell yeah. obviously, the more Florida bands on, the better. So it'll, it's always good seeing people from their own state and get a reaction like that. Yeah, this was, I mean, it stayed lit, which at noon is very difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was still awesome. And it was kind of, it was, what's cool is Balmora kind of sounds like Florida HC of yore, you know? Yep. Of it's yesteryear. Like the, yeah, it's kind of like the two the two timelines of Florida converging on the one thing, which is pretty funny. 100%. And collateral <laughs> is, collateral is, is modern Florida hardcore. It was very, it was a very cool back-to-back. Uh, the final agony was up next. This is Aaron Melnick's band. Yeah, they. So my buddy Connor wrote and recorded everything for the demo, and I just thought I was like, dude, this is so. If you like integrity or any Clevo shit, like it's it's perfect. You know what I mean? And uh, I just I have like a super like a like a spot in me that just like loves Clevo sound and shit. And yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> I just thought they're fucking sick. So I was like, yo, I just want you guys to play like. I don't know how many kids are going to even know what the fuck this is. I don't really care. But uh, yeah. I was like, you got to just make something happen and like get a lineup. Because he wrote and, and recorded everything himself. So he had to like even put together a lineup. And the lineup is mm. fucking crazy. And then you had Aaron Melnick like, being added to it and being like psyched on it is just like, that's awesome to me. You know what I mean? And then he was just yeah. melting people's faces the whole fucking time. And I was just cracking up every solo <laughs> that would start. He's the guy. He's the OG solo guy yeah. in, in hardcore. Wow. Yep. That was, I mean, that who better to get in that position? Very cool. I've never seen him play live until this, so I think that was special for a lot of us sub forty foremen. <laughs> you know? Sub forty team had a good job, had a had a good time. Moment of truth was up next. Tell me about Moment of Truth, Bob. It's just uh, so they've had some like lineup changes over the years, and then like the one year they're supposed to play and they had to drop off kind of last second. So it's kind of like four years building up to an actual moment of truth at FYA set. And they played failure earlier this year at the, uh, the from within showcase. And like at the entire room spread out getting the shit beaten out of them. And it was just like fucking perfect to me. So I was like, I can't wait for this <laughs> at the best. They did the dual singers, even though they both did the exact same thing, which is just awesome. And then, uh, that's, yeah, it was just, that brings a good. tear to the eye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, I was glad that, you know, after years, they finally were able to, to pull off a set at the fest. Fantastic. Dual singers. Keep it going. <laughs> Have fun. There's no rules, you know? Get weird. Moment of truth. Great job. Demonstration of power from Glasgow, Scotland. Wow. This was awesome because we saw them at Outbreak this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was one of the sets where it was like, why? I'm so glad that you brought them over ah. because... How many amazing UK bands are there that completely go over the heads of the dumb American audience? Yeah, I mean that whole that whole Scotland squad. I think uh, the first time they came over was they had a band called Servitude Forever Ago, and like I was like, "Yo, I literally don't have any more room on the fest, but if you for some reason want to come over and play the pre-show, I have a spot for you, whatever." And they're all just down like instantly. And then ever since then, like that whole group of bands, the same thing with like the Fire Sting or whatever. Like, dude, who the fuck? Like I've played Scotland on tour. Like Scotland has never had like a crazy scene to, you know what I mean? As far as I know. And those yeah. kids have built it up and made it such a fucking like destination. I mean, they do the Northern Unrest Fest. Um, yeah. You know, they, they bust their ass. Like they just love hardcore and they're constantly doing bands and putting out records and shit. So, you know, despise mourning, 
now DOP, like I just really like bringing them kids over. Cause like, I know they actually love like being at the fest and, and just being able to show again, like Americans who like might not check out every demo or know what the hell's going on outside, like their own scene or whatever. They're like, yo man, yeah. there's like crazy shit going on. So like here, here's this awesome insane band that's just like psychotic live. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people, if they didn't know who they were before that came away, like what the fuck yeah. I just watch, you know what I mean? Hundred uh, percent. The UK really leans hard in terms yeah. of its bands. So I just, I feel like the, if the average American listener spent one day just researching like new UK hardcore bands, right. they'd they'd find five of their favorite bands. Yes, you guys taking it easy in today. Like demonstration power came on. I had to get in there a little yeah. bit, you know. Like you okay. like Scottish music? Yeah, I caught a stool. A no, stool. That's the bird. Not Cooper. Oh, it's the other night. Sitting object. No, no, appreciate. <laughs> How tall are you? Six, six, six five. Five ten. Five, you know, I'm, all, I'm also about five ten, and we're both we're neither short nor tall. Let's yeah. see if we're both five ten. Why don't you get up for me? You're not five ten. No, no you guys. you're saying he and I. Yeah. Wow. I guess Spitting image. Five, One of you is not five ten. I'll say that much. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Was he taller? You were talking. Oh, nice. Yeah, straight up. Yep. Um, regarding demonstration power, uh, Miles, who was filling in for them at the time, was involved in a serious car accident. I believe he's in a medically induced coma right now. Um, they've set up a GoFundMe for him. We're going to put the link below. So if you could click on that and support him, I know that they would really appreciate it. I hear he's uh, a staple in UK hardcore. So it, it saddens me to think about, uh, you know, what they're, what they're going through with that. So please check that out. Consider donating or sharing and demonstration of power kicked ass. Mm. Come bust was, Oh God, I got really got a transition into come bust from that. <laughs> what did I tell you after watching them? That they did all your favorite things. We, we talked a couple times about how like they, are a, a a perfect example of all my favorite New York hardcore things. And that yeah. if, if I found them when I was fucking in high school or 18 or something, they would quickly be one of my favorite bands. Like, yeah, this was amazing. Yeah. Um, and we talked to Andrew last year and my first thought was like, damn, why isn't combust playing this? Uh, so this year they put out that awesome promo. They're going to put out a new LP on triple B um, I feel like they, they really, like Bo said, it's like they're doing so many of our favorite things in New York hardcore uh, that it's like, it's like happening for Combust now. Mm -hmm. So the, and this set being so good affirms that. Tell me about putting Combust on, Bob. I hate the term hardest working band in hardcore. I think it's like <laughs> the most annoying, like bear trap ass fucking compliment on earth. It's like you fucking play shows, man, relax. But uh, they truly like bust their ass like, and just seeing them kind of just like grind it out and just like, you know, just you could see like the first time they came through Philly, the second time, like you could see like people catching on more and more. And I think the music's getting better and better. And like now, you know, with the, the, I think the new songs are awesome. And uh, they all just are down for hardcore. They love hardcore. They're at, they'll come to Philly on a Sunday night for a fucking show, mosh the whole time, like whatever. And like, I just, anytime there's a band of kids that actually like really loves hardcore and like, you know, just that's all there is. Like, yeah, we're combust for a hardcore band, whatever. And it was kind of just, I even apologize. Dude, it took me a while to put you guys on. I don't know why the fuck it took me so long, but I'm glad you finally mm. did. And you got the reaction you deserved. Cause honestly, I feel like in the past it would have been good, but I think now like the timing for this now, I think it was like by far their, 
the best possible set they could have played. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Um, we're all in on the on the come boys, and uh, <laughs> uh, we wish them a great long success. Um, this this really rocked, and I would say the the hardest working band in hardcore thing was was an easy phrase to clown on, but now it's kind of easy to grow without doing much work. Mm-hmm. You know. Like things that never didn't didn't lift a finger can get really popular. Sure, combust is not that. Yeah. So I do think you you're dead on, and with the that that phrase that we hate so much, actually applying in their case. Yep. Good job, Bob. Bust <laughs> come, bust. Finally, a wires up next. <laughs> Brand new band featuring friend of the show, Buried Dreams frontman Austin Sparkman. Mm-hmm. This set was incredible. It was awesome. This Haywire is like the Think I Care era of Boston. Yep. They're doing everything I want like modern Boston hardcore to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of my favorite sets of Dude, the weekend. There was an incredible moment that really showcase showcased Austin's like sense of humor to me where someone's guitar fucked up. So they needed a guitar. Right. And they said to the sound guy, like how much more time do we got? And the sound guy said about five minutes and not even into the mic, like, like truly to his own band, not directly. He also just went, that's like four songs. <laughs> <laughs> And it just, it annihilated me. And it was so, like, the set was so good. I, I hear the Think I Care Boston thing, and then I hear the Oi thing together. Yeah. There's there's melodies, there's, like, sing-alongs, and then there's, like, hard Which is parts. classic Boston. Absolutely. That's, like, a, the, a whole other side of classic. It's that post-Ireland <laughs> yeah. Boston hardcore. Gotta you know? sing with my mates. Yeah. yeah the post-Boondock uh, post Saints Boston <laughs> hardcore um, is alive in Haywire. Amazing set. Tell me about putting Haywire on, Bob. I think, so last year, might even been at the festival a bit afterwards, Austin was like, yo, I got a new band. I think you're going to fuck with it. I was like, all right, well, I mean, as long as it doesn't suck ass, like, I'll put you on the fest, like, just because <laughs> I, I think he's one of, like, the only, there's no personality in hardcore for the most part right now. And, like, mm-hmm. he just is such a good front man. And I just love watching, like, any band he's in. Like, it just, it feels like an event every fucking time. You know what I mean? So I was like, Dude, the name yeah. of the band is Haywire. It's him singing. I know this is going to be crazy. So I was like, fuck it. I was like, you guys are going to play, whatever. And um, <laughs> yeah, just just see, because I've known him since he lived in like Ashtabula or whatever the fuck. Like, when he yes, was like, dude. he ran Ashtabula. Yes. And he's always been the man. And then, so like, just seeing him, like, he's in like so many fucking good bands right now. And he just, I can't believe the amount of shit that he turns out. Like he's like, Oh, I have a new LP, like all written and recorded. I'm like, how the, when the fuck does he even like find time to do this? And this yeah, that, it might be his favorite, my favorite band that he's done so far. And yeah, it's just, it's fucking, it was Haywire is a very appropriate name for the band. I feel like just like watching it live. was just like ridiculous. He's, he is, uh, he's like silently one of the great musical minds of our time. It, I, I yeah. had, I had the best time putting together the, Buried Dreams LP with him. Mm. Hope to do it again. X Weapon X is up next. Wow, Bo. Wow. What a set. My return to FYA. 
from the <laughs> from the Cuba Club to the recreation center. It was awesome. To the the, the Glazer. Yeah. Placer. <laughs> uh it was a lot of fun. This was I felt weird. Um I I didn't want to be underprepared and I had to bring a bunch of shit. As you know, I forgot something for the show. So I just like I, there was like a lot of pressure and I was like practicing in my hotel room the night before the set because I just didn't want to like the guys drove down from Louisville. Yeah. And we flew. And I just wanted and historically. To, have you blown it when you played with them prior? I've never blown it. <laughs> I've never I've never blown it. But like even uh, to Brian's own admission, like there are there are tags in these songs that are like. <laughs> the same three notes just played in different orders and they, they just get jumbled, you know? So it's just like little parts where I have to make sure I'm like remembering where I'm going. And you saw how I like kept the song straight on my, my quad cortex yeah. and everything. And none of that even matters. Once the set starts, not, though. the second it starts, I could care less. And I know they all and, felt the same way. And this was so lit right immediately. Mm. This might've been the, the gnarliest like pile on of the weekend. Which was like, holy shit, people making the X hands and stuff. Yeah. You brought them. You brought them out. I, Tell uh, me about X Weapon X, Bob. Yeah. They, uh, so when the day started, they literally had like a Cold World 2008 S like merch line. And I was like, the set should be pretty good, I think. And then, yeah, <laughs> like, just seeing people psyched to be X'd up, like getting X'd up by the kid Dave that sings, like, People just like being psyched on straight edge. Like I fucking love that. Obviously, very special guest here. We've got Dave from Weapon X. How are you, Dave? Brother, I'm great. Did you have a good set? Maybe the best set we've played so far. I, I, I think so. I think. As a third party, I think I can objectively say it was. You've seen a lot of. I've them. seen most. I've seen, seen most. Of them. I might have yeah. seen all of them. You maybe have seen all of them. <laughs> I got bit. That's old school. I got fucking. Oh no. <laughs> like dentures or real teeth? I don't know. I just. Oh during, pinky. Dude, during the intro, I just felt my fucking finger scrape across someone's tooth, and I was like, oh cool, I've got rabies now. Yeah, that's your patient zero. Yeah. Wow. Is that? You're all fucked. I might be an edge break. Rabies. Brian and Isaac have been lighting me up. All weekend. So Why? For what? My jeans. Your jeans? They say they're too tight. Dude, they're pretty tight. Dude, one time I literally. Big jeans. I literally walked into a room one time and they're like, yeah, I hate when guys have like skinny ass jeans and I was wearing my loosest jeans. Wow. Some real haters, some real secret haters. Oh, they look yeah. sweet. But, God. absolutely. But boy, do they dress good. Because they get all their clothes for free anyway. You've got, you've had every merch item that exists under the sun. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Absolutely. What is something that you see on the wall and you go, Pfft. I gotta have. Them. I want that. Love a jersey. A Partic jersey, particularly a basketball jersey. Mm. Particularly, particularly a like cabal style basketball jersey. Like, sure. like letters and numbers. Letter, letters, letters and, and numbers. numbers. Like kind of like cool, like dope colors. I don't think I've ever worn a jersey. I don't think oh, I've worn. I don't think I've ever owned a jersey. I, yeah, okay. I, you don't feel. You don't give jersey. I don't sport. No. No. You That's give okay, dark shadows. <laughs> Darkness. Johnny Depp version. <laughs> God yeah. rest his soul. Your guys' set last night was fucking nuts. It, like, here's your money. We were, Checks we were, we were, <laughs> we were talking about it afterwards. Your voice was maybe the most dialed in Dude. I've ever heard. I'm not trying. I'm and not you trying did to ride without, here without your ears. I didn't have my ears in. It's whatever. I don't see. I don't even know what that means. Boy, I'm a fake better. musician. Turn them off. <laughs> I don't even know what that. What is ears in? Turn them off. Leave exactly. them at the hotel, dude. You don't need them. You don't need them. Just go with your gut. Put some AirPods in. Yeah. Look rich. Yeah, I was listening to Travis Scott. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Gangster. What's the best Florida band of all time? Remembering Never. That was so. Actually, that was maybe, so fast. Maybe not Remembering Never, but they're like number two. Yeah. I love Morning Again. 
Who? Yeah, morning yeah. again. Morning oh, again. morning again. I love morning again. Are those your same answers for Shredder's bands? No. Who's the best Shredder's Throwdown. Throwdown's the one. Excellent work. You're them now. You're throwing Man, that. that's, that's maybe the nicest compliment I've ever gotten in my oh, entire life. I do that a lot. So thank you. Like, to me, that band, like, yo, like, like, Brian and Isaac, like, they don't need to do bands like that. They can just, like, sit at home and be like, oh, like, we'll just wait for the next tour or whatever. Like, now nah, we're going to do a band with our fucking brother and this dude that we just want to have, like, sing in a band or whatever. And to me, mm -hmm. that's fucking awesome. Like, that's Absolutely. just, like, what hardcore is to me. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, like, kind of paying it forward. Like, hey, we're going to help Louisville, you know, like, with more bands and whatever. Keep on, like, doing shit. And then, so I was psyched that we were down to play. And then, yeah, just, I fucking, the set made me, as soon as it started, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And, like, yeah. it just, Same. I loved it. It was awesome. I had been having a back, I, I hurt my back lifting during the week played this set and did not take it as easy as I should have. And then the, the next day was like <laughs> miserable. Like couldn't, yeah, awesome. I, the, the last week I'm finally feeling better today. It's Tuesday, wow. you know, at like a, over a week. Yeah, more. I'm finally hydrated three weeks later. <laughs> Bob, let's talk about I, that. I, all right. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I, I, I want to listen. I get it, Bob. No, there's on. nowhere. There's nowhere to put all these waters. People leave undrank water bottles everywhere. Well, but but here's my question. I asked for waters for the band. I got five waters for the band. Five guys in the band. Yeah, but I'm a thirsty boy. <laughs> <laughs> was there? What, what, what was your mindset? When it came to that, because it, what, the reason I ask is because people don't consider things like, oh, the seven o'clock, no more ins and outs. And there's yeah. a reason behind that. People might not think about why, like you, there's one place to get food and drink from inside the venue because it's goes in line with what the venue has catering, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like there, there are aspects to fest that obviously people think the, they just, oh, they just don't want people leaving. Well, no, no. No, man. I don't want you getting your gun and coming back in my venue. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> there we go. Um, es especially in Tampa, Florida. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the water thing. So <laughs> it's not a it's, it's not a real venue. It's not like they're just like, hey, here's all the water you could possibly need. Whatever. It's like yeah. a fucking yeah, yeah. community center. So the the first year I had the water, I hit it, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, bands will play. I bring them up. <laughs> Getting very hydrated now. I guess. All right. All right. Oh, all right. Anyways. <laughs> so I'm like walking around. I was like, that's weird. That person has, has a water that I hid. I was like, oh, that person also. Has. I was like, where the fuck? I was like, dude, why does everybody have this fucking water? And they had all gone in the closet and started just like taking the waters that were specifically for the bands. And Fest then, goers were going in there? Fest goers, people whose bands weren't even playing, whatever. Wow. And then I was just like, I was literally just like, it's like, uh, you know, in dirty work when the guy's like wearing his shirt, like yeah, when he, uh, yeah. he throws all his shit out, he's like, Hey, that's my shirt. I was like, that's my fucking water. That's like for the band. What the fuck? Because once that water's <laughs> gone, like I'm not, cause I used to just go to like at Cuban club. I went to like a Sam's club and got like whatever, 50 fucking cases of water. And I was like, dude, I'm not yeah. doing that shit anymore. So I was like, Oh, find a nice hiding spot. Like whatever. All the water got fucking taken. So there's like no water for like the last, oh, like, whatever man. amount of time because they have to order it to the venue and shit. Right. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. So that was kind of my, my line in the sand. I was like, fuck it. No more like waters and being out like for everybody. I'm, well, and then day one, there was like 25 cases of water with like four bands left. I was like, oh, I'm fucking golden, whatever. I go back after Twitching Tongues, I think. All the water's gone. 
And I was like, it wasn't people, me. It wasn't I was me. Like, I had one water like, the whole day. I was like, I'm still people, recovering. People found the water and the venue just decided to just take the water to the, to the vendor spots and just sell the water. I was like, this is for the fucking, like now I have no, oh like there's a whole fucking thing, which is why we ended up with Dasani for the last like two bands, which yeah, I oh felt God. like the biggest fucking crumb on earth. I was like, Oh, here's the worst <laughs> water on earth. Like you're going to be really the worst. Yeah. Awkward. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do next year, Bob. January 2025, Hard Laurel will personally be sponsoring the water at FYA. <laughs> We're gonna have a, a Hard Laurel water tent just for bands. You need the little laminate. You come there with a little laminate. Uh, I'll give you a water, my damn self. Right. <laughs> I I've, I finally found a perfect hiding spot. So I, in theory, we shouldn't need to do that. But okay. I won't tell you no. You can't do that. We'll set up in the okay. spot. We'll do that too. We'll do both. Yeah. We'll tell you where the closet is or I'll hand you a, a, a monster tour water myself. <laughs> big boy, our beloved, my my Bay Area brethren, big boy, the biggest so big. boys you've ever seen mm. playing now. Tell me about putting big boy on, Bob. I mean, that's the same. Like I was talking about how much I love the Bay and I, I love everything those kids are doing and shit. Like when I asked Joseph about Tsunami, I was like, yo, like I want big boy, you know, can we do both? UN big boy like I feel like I'd be like awesome and like he was down and uh that's how the band they played Philly and I put him at like this super small spot and it was just like fucking ridiculous so it made me even more psyched for the fest and then uh his mosh calls cracked me up like I hate usually <laughs> don't good. like you could tell when people have been like sitting in the mirror talking about it for months like oh it's gonna be hilarious but he's just naturally hilarious and yeah. him just even at the after show like just saying what set a world record for most cartwheels in a bar at one thirty in the morning. And then people just cartwheeled. Like I just, when he shouts out the big girls, where the big girls at? Like, I just, I love, oh, yeah. I love the vibe of the band. I, I think the songs are fucking like sick. So yeah, I just, I was, that set was out of control. After shows, Bob, <laughs> how do you feel about them? <laughs> you do. Necessary- yeah, I, I sure do. I, uh, <laughs> they're, they're a necessary evil. Just Why because there's some bands. Like, Why? because there's some bands like it's weird like i did drain last year or the year before sold out crazy tsunami crazy whatever it's just like there's no rhyme or reason why they are good or not good for some reason like true <laughs> but it's like there's some bands I'm like yo out of pocket like i want you to come out i can't really give you what i should be giving you for the festival like if you mm. want to do this as well like you know i could help more like cover you know your guys costs and all that shit or yeah. bands have like guarantees that I'm like, ah, it's a little much for the fest, but I want it to happen. I was like, if you want to do another show to kind of help with that shit, mm. um, it is. So it's an economic necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. there is bands like, like I really wanted the young kids and discontent to be part of the fest, but like, it didn't really make sense to have them on the fest. So I brought them down for the after show brand scheme. Right. I just, I really wanted to be on the fest and it just couldn't get an answer to me in time. So I was just like, all right, well, like, you know, if you could, if you're down for this, just because I want you, I want you guys there all weekend. I'm so like, but you know, here's here's the after show. Also, it's like, it's miserable a lot of the times. Like, especially early yeah. on, I remember the year I did like Race Trader or something like that. It didn't end till like 3 a.m. and I was like, oh. what the fuck am I doing, dude? Like, this is like, it's, I don't know why. And then you're happening. back at the venue at what 9:30, 10? Yeah, like uh, earlier. Oh. but yeah, like, oh, yeah. That, that's why. <laughs> That's why I only this year only did three bands and like both shows were over by like twelve thirty or something like that. So like that's better. Oh, that's amazing. Better. That's better. Yeah. So yeah, it's like it's not my favorite thing, but there is people that like going there and like like I said, it helps the bands out a little more with money and shit. But uh, 
it's, I mean, the after show in theory is as a whole is dead. I think like just the idea of an after show, like people are fucking tired of shit. And I don't, I don't blame them. Like I, if I didn't have to run the show, there's no fucking way in hell I would be there. I'd be like, right, yeah, I'm just going course. to Zaxby's and going home or something. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, doors yeah. at 11 Ugh. means to people, a- anybody that's still moshing 12 hours later is, is a hero to me. Dude. Oh, the yeah, hero. Drinking, uh, I respect you. I'm drinking a Red Bull. They ain't been drinking water. I'll tell you. That <laughs> but I, I, I think the worst, not the worst, but the most miserable set I've personally ever played was a United Blood after show. And bless them for having us. Cause it was just to, it was just to have us, you know? Yeah. It was like, just so that we could be there. And I, and thank God, but oh my God, what time did you play playing at three in the morning? Oh. <laughs> nobody should do it. No, nobody should be there. Nobody was being there. <laughs> we, we played, uh, we played Italy one time and Dora's were at 11, but that's Italy. Yeah, but that's Italy. But that's, I think that's Those the motherfuckers late, nap for dinner. It's the latest you know? I've played, you know, it was yeah. like maybe midnight. It, it feels so icky. It dude. feels real weird. Yeah, I don't feel good when I'm there. I'm 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 like, all right, let's uh let's wrap this up here, boys. You gotta You wear uh, ear ear protection, Bob? No. Ah. I'm gonna wake up one day and not be able to hear shit, so it is what it is. That is that is it's it is likely, I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh the return of hard stripes up next. Very cool to see them back. They're in, I mean it's this it's uh Lee from Division of Mind singing. Yeah. This is the other half of their their spirit, their essence. Yeah. Tell me about having hard stripes on, Bob. Yeah, I'd heard they were gonna do like a couple shows and I was like I mean they played a couple FYAs and like I think I might even beware might have played like their first show or something like that. So like, I I love hard stripes. And um yeah, just again, a new generation of kids that had never seen them being able to like be like, oh shit, like the guy from Division of Mind is in like band that sounds like eighty six mentality or something. Yeah. And the shit he was saying about like tell your tell your booking agent to suck my dick and then the Coxborough cover, everything about it was like perfect. <laughs> and it made yeah, me that was so awesome. fucking it's it just again, a lot of people just don't speak up about shit or don't have anything to say. And you could tell he like had a lot to get off his chest about, you know, quote unquote punk bands and all that shit. So it made me fucking psyched. Beautiful. Great band. Love to see him back rocking. Restraining order is up next. C T H motherfucking C. How much do you love restraining order, Bob? This is Bob Wilson HC to the to the core. Oh, dude! Even when they first came out and they had like the new age shit, I was like, I don't understand why everybody isn't like fucking with us. This is like perfect yeah. punk hardcore to me. It's like catchy, has like good mod parts and shit. And Pat's such a good front man. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just every time I see them, it's like they just crush it. And then uh, they they I think it played like a few years in a row. And then last year, I was like, oh, you guys got a new record coming next year, which is like chill this year and come back with the new shit. And then I think that that helped them out a lot. And um, Big time. yeah, like dude, like they just, I don't know the last time I saw them not get a good reaction. You know what I mean? So it's, it's always going to be people piling this up. This is one of the best. We've, and, we've seen them a lot yeah. over the mm-hmm. past couple of years doing this show. And, and this was one of the best ones. Yep. Um, one of the best records of last year. Uh, keep my man, my OG Heath Freeman. Finally getting a win is 
He was in the trenches for years. It was great. Was he great. was in the he, trenches, he, dude, for me, for everyone. And he now he's here playing FYA. Thank God. Yeah, he's a man. Restraining order. Fantastic. Magnitude is up next. Uh, this is some Southern royalty right here. Mm. Uh, is are they FYA is kind of their their hometown fest technically right being Carolina and Florida yeah they uh it get it somehow gets said a lot but I also thought it like Wisdom and Chains is to this is hardcore as Bracewater is to Sound of Fury as Magnitude is to FYA like they wow. just they came out they put the demo out I immediately was like yeah you guys got to play like and then again like every year I'm like I don't know if they can top last year and then it's just you know, crazy pylons, yeah, fucking people going off the new songs. Russell always has some crazy Lord of the Rings shirt saying awesome shit between songs. Um, <laughs> he really does. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I love that band. I love it. the spirit of that band is just makes me like excited. You know what I mean? That's like what hardcore is to me. And I, I, I hope they play every year. Well, that's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you book the fest. You heard it here. This is breaking news. They're playing next year. <laughs> Uh, Never Ending Game is up next. Our our good buddies, one of the best records of last year, one of the great, one, the, the best breakdown of last year. Oh yeah, this was a no brainer to have them back, right? Yeah, I mean that's like another same kind of way. Like Mag, like uh, the energy demo came out, and like I hit up Will instantly. I don't even think they played a show yet, and I was like, please come down to Florida and like fucking play. Like I was like obsessed with that shit when it came out, and then um I love the dudes in that band. And I think they're just like a perfect hardcore band, and the new record is unbelievable. And uh, yeah, the pit for what hate today, die tomorrow, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, Shun- come on now, man. Yeah. Closing with yeah, closing with Tank on E was a power move. I think that was a power move. Incredible song, and yeah, they're just the fucking best. The H two O shirt. I hope there's not a video of me when he takes his hoodie off and he's just wearing that because I looked and that's all I saw and I just started cracking up immediately. Like I love. Like I, I love strong. I really like the first three records, but just wearing that in twenty twenty four, just I don't. Some about it just fucking destroyed me. The was, bit you know. he's he's doing a lifelong bit, and it's yes, like he's very committed. He's he he's operating on some like Andy Kaufman esque <laughs> really type type humor, you know. Really, interesting. He's a genius, this guy, Mikey. Mind Force is up next. The kings the kings return to the scene of the crime. <laughs> uh, and then they did it all over. Yeah, how many how many pits did they have? I think there were there were there were at least two at some point during this week. Yeah. Two pits. Mind Force is doing. I, I think they're kind of their own, the, like the a TUI esque band for this new generation mm. of, of core people. Here are these perfectly crafted, perfect sounding, uh, hardcore songs with with clearly actual things to say. Uh, and then you see him live and it's like, it's not, it's not a, a, it just a hardcore set. It's like a performance every time. Yeah. Uh, especially at FYA, it seems like. Yeah. It I, seems I, I like, think that yeah. they might have to be a staple. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think they want to, and I'm obviously down to have them every fucking year. But uh, after last year, I was like, God damn it, man. I was just like, I don't know how they can top that shit. And then, I was actually worried that they were going to like, I was like, dude, the pit is there. Somebody's going to like, like just turn the bar on its side and just start stomping people (laughs) out or something. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And it was just like, it was, it was probably better than last year. Somehow the the leeway and all war intros back to back, like beautiful. 
it's just yeah that's like a quintessential like fya band to me that's like perfect like they're just a perfect band and then uh yeah i don't know every year i just don't get how they can top the prior year and then it's just like always event. i mean jay's dad being there that was really cool i saw that him telling him to just get the fuck off the stage at the end fucking kill me it was just uh (laughs) they're they're literally just the fucking best i would play every show imaginable with my force given the option and i plan to koyo's up next uh they had like a breakout set a couple was that two years ago that they first played yeah i think it was two years ago yeah Mm. i think that might have been my first time seeing them uh, and I like could not believe it. Really? Yeah. A new band getting a reaction like that yeah. was very telling. Of like, oh, this is they're doing something real, and it's and it's working. Um, so to see them now with an LP out, playing two years later, getting that reaction was was awesome. Tell me about putting Koyo on, Bob. That's a lot of bands in their position would just be like, oh, like yeah, we played some Marco shows and like whatever is going to we're on to whatever the fuck we're doing now, and they don't need to play this kind of shit. But like I was like, yo, like. New record's awesome. Like, obviously, all those dudes are super involved in hardcore. Joey does 51st State Records, like, all of them. Like, it's not like they just, like, left the scene, quote-unquote, behind. And then just, uh, yeah, the set was stage dives the entire time. And I don't want it to just be 38 bands that sound like Kickback or, cold, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. I like people switching shit up. And, you know, the kids now, like, you know, everything across the board. So I want to, like, at least try to switch things up like sound wise and they're like a perfect like uh power cleanser or whatever the fuck band to me yeah 100 I mean? yeah, absolutely and they're spin kicking demons in the in their their hearts and their souls you know <laughs> they're doing they're playing emo because they have to they're, they're spin kicking in their minds no warning is up next uh, what what oh, come on this is another one of those bands where it's just like come on yeah they it's like one of those bands that like i always wanted to have on that could never really figure it out like just with other shit going on and whatever. And then uh, I've had like a couple spots left. I was like, Oh, I'll see if like they're somehow down to play or whatever. And they're just like super down. And then that's another thing like TY, like, I mean, that fucking record came out 22 years ago, whatever the hell it was. And, you know, pretty much every new crop of kids like finds that record and is like psyched on it. And then t- like, I've seen them a bunch since they came back and like, that that to me like might have been like their best set since I I've seen them start playing again, and it was just you know playing fourth to last on a Sunday of a long ass weekend and still getting that yeah. reaction was yeah. was fucking awesome. It's impressive. It's impressive. It's a testament to the the longevity of those songs. Yeah, in that band, no no suffer survive tracks. How do you feel about suffer survive, Bob? You down? I loved it when it was kind of like a secret society, and then yeah. then it became the. I mean, this is obviously better, and I'm like all right man like fucking relax like it's it's good yeah. i like it but it's just not no blood you know what i mean but i, I do love that record yeah. i think i like the seven inch the most really oh i mean fucking day in the life or whatever come on now yeah come on seven inch rocks my world pit that's that's the one nah 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 nah, nah. that's my shit <laughs> just a great band great uh, band. incredible discog incredible longevity Jordan wasn't there. That was sad. Yeah. But aside from that, fantastic. Military Gun is up next. Having a, a, a banner year. Good friends of the show. One of our favorite records of last year, clearly. Yep. Uh, this fucking... Seeing the LP tracks, people knowing all these LP tracks now is awesome. Tell me about putting Military Gun on, Bob. 
Yeah, I mean, I did RJC a couple times um, right when they came out, and then I booked them in Philly a bunch. And then, uh, yeah, for for Military Gun, it was I kind of was like on the fence last year, and like for this year, I was like, I got a new record. Like, I want to at least I feel like this will go over well there. And then, yeah, like yeah. again, same deal, like third to last on the fucking Sunday, and then the set was still like that good. Like again, yeah. same same thing with Koyo. Like I don't put things on purposefully, so it's just like oh, I have this many of this kind of band, this many of this kind of band, but if the shit makes sense and it's like, you know, like I saw him in Philly a couple months ago and like the vibe was awesome. And it's, it was like a hardcore show vibe. And like, so I think that combination of things was, was really good. And uh, mm. yeah, I'm, I was like, they actually were able to play. You ever see you talk, have a conversation with Ian and see and yourself and him at all. <laughs> <laughs> do you, are you saying you some, do that? Or are you saying, no, I'm you saying you, well? I'm saying you and Ian have a similar, um, strand of little fucker gene yeah <laughs> the, the fuckerism that, that, that like you <laughs> yeah i think i think it might be there's some there's some kind there might be a distant relation there's something there. somewhere there. Yeah. something there just two I'll fuckers dude. <laughs> Final. at last <laughs> yeah this this was great to see uh obviously we taco bell can pay me all day you know <laughs> i don't give a shit i'm all about it give it to me you mean Good job, Military Gun. Incendiary is up next. The landmark band in the We Can't Tour. So you're going to see us four times a year, maybe. Book us on your fest. uh, Ism. A no-brainer to have at really any fest. Yeah, they haven't really gotten to play that much since the record came out. Um, You know, I I don't know the last time they even played. I think it's like the holiday shows in New York or something like that. But yeah, it's like it's been real rare for them to, to play out since the record, so... Um, mm-hmm. them getting to play this was like pretty big deal, and then uh, I mean, yeah, they played I think the first two FYAs at least FYA two, and that was like huge for us because like FYA wasn't shit then. You know what I mean? Like they were down to come play, and like they had like a really fucking crazy set, and like uh, those dudes. And that just, was when their ascension was just kind of starting. Oh yeah, twenty fourteen or whatever the fuck, twenty fifteen, thirteen, oh, fourteen. It oh, took it yeah, took a it while. Took, yeah. Like the first record took forever to catch on. Yeah. Yep. And then cost of living was a hit pretty fast. So it was like, this is right after cost of living. They're coming out of to Orlando to the back. Booth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, up for Bob, for a band like that, like they've been around since like 2007 or whatever the fuck. And they, you know, they are as big as they are and just they're, they don't have to be as cool to deal with as they are. And they're just normal <sighs> dudes. that just, you know what I mean? And like to yeah, me, that's so just, fucking cool, dude. Very yeah, easy. They're like the, the, best just normal ass in the best way possible like no weird illusions or or delusions or whatever and like they're just hey you want to play it cool this is what we got to do for it whatever and like right always like to be there and seeing them continue to like have the sets they do is like it's obviously hard as fuck like to keep people's attention for all this time and like they're always gonna crush around no matter where they play how genuine they are I think is a big part of that because when mm-hmm. we we did a full episode with Brendan at FYA that'll be up soon, um, and a big part of that is how when they started they just wanted to play cool shows on Long Island. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're just so grateful to still exist that they're going to be cool forever. Because doing yep. doing what they do, as you know, Colin is like not easy. No, it's very difficult to stay. It, it, it kind of tells you how strong the songs are. To be able to stay relevant when you can't play that much in the age yeah. where anyone can look up any music at any time. 
and attention spans are so short, it just goes to show you that like those songs mean something to people and they're able to to truly an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, truly. A great one. Good job, Incendiary. Tsunami closing out FYA Fest. This was a cool move, Bob. I respect this. Taking taking a young man on the rise and saying, This is your this is your time, this is your moment. Putting them at the top. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, dude, they did an entire tour of all DIY shit, sold out, I think, every fucking show. Like, they don't hide behind an agent and say, we need this, this, and that, whatever. Like, I fucking texted Joseph and asked him if he'd be down, whatever. And, like, for again, same way, like, incendiary. Like, dude, a band like Tsunami, they could easily just be like, oh, we need this, or we're hiring this guy to do this, that, and the other. And, like, they are, like, the most, like, DIY band of their, like, size. Like, I... It's actually fucking insane, like, the fact they've been able to stay, like, this way. I mean, Gold's was the same fucking way. And, like, all those dudes have, like, the best outlook on hardcore to me. Like, even at the beginning of day two, I was like, yo, like, I I technically have a green room if you guys want, like, to go whatever, like, whatever. Joseph just looked at me, he's like, dude, no. Like, and I was like, all right, I had to offer. (laughs) But, like, that just shows you, like, they're not just like, yeah, we'll be up there. We're not going to watch the sets. Like, we're just going to, like, come down, we play, like, and just everything – that their attitude wise is like completely in line, like with what I think like hardcore is and should be or whatever. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, same way with like, I think them and Painted Truth made the, the three time in a row shirts or whatever the fuck. And like, obviously, oh, yeah, like, that's I don't, awesome. Yeah, like I don't like repeats, but like, like Tsunami, I'm like, dude, like, again, you had the new record this year, you busted your ass all year, like in all these different spots. And like, I think it'd be cool to have. I always like, I don't want it to just be fucking reunion fest. You know what I mean? Like yeah, obviously yeah, the newer yeah. bands are what is important. Um, so like, yeah, just putting them like last, I, I thought was, I was glad they were like, not stressed about it. Like, yeah, we'll fuck it. We'll headline, whatever. And then no weird shit with it. And then, uh, you know, they fucking held it down. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so cool. They really did. And I, I've said it a lot on the show, but like Joseph, Mike, Theo in particular, those are the, the they were part of the squad that made Bay Area shows good for so long, mm-hmm. just by just by showing up and moshing. That's it. That's all you got to do for, yeah. for the most part. <laughs> and eventually, you're going to be inspired to start your own band. Yeah. And then the work that you've put in 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 the pit <laughs> will go towards your band's growth. I swear to God. Trust yep. me. You've said it a hundred times. Pitting. Yeah. And they will come. <laughs> Tsunami is proof. <clears throat> ben is 16 years old and six foot 11. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, he's just good. He's great at drums and he's cool, but man, I, I, we're proud of them. We're happy for tsunami. Bob, I really respect you putting them at the top. Mm. I really respect all the hard work you did on this incredible fest. Kickstarting 2024. You did so good. Yeah. But when does uh 2025 planning start? I already have a couple of bands for next year, so it's just kind of son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, my brain doesn't and work. it shows. Do you have any uh, any long shots, any hail marys you'd throw out there that you could tell us about? Like not like a tell you about, but yeah. Mm, but you do have some where you're like, man, if we could get them. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's fun. Love that. That's all fun. We, I mean, we hope to be there again. We really appreciate that. Uh, the space that you give us there and for having us once again goes a long way. Yeah. This time we, you know, we, we, we hope to pay that forward 
for you know we there's some there's, there's incredible fests in this country right now it's mm-hmm. it's a good it's there's never been a better time to be into hardcore in america in the world really um and so and you're you're a big contributor to that bob so thank you i appreciate it you got plans to play some gigs this year or what um i have no fucking idea i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> We'll Alice see. at the Palace still 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 a thing. We might be playing a show in May. Um, Fuck yeah, yeah. I don't know. Besides that, I'm not sure. All right. Well, uh, maybe an, uh, Mother Mercy is back officially as of today. We brought him back. <laughs> Bob's back in Mother Mercy. Bob down. He's not into it, but he's doing great regardless. Like I said, I think this was the best year overall, and like. I just hope that next year can like just keep on building on that. And then uh, I hope younger kids came away like seeing bands like bullshit and, you know, collateral mm. and other stuff and just kind of, you know, just came away from the fest liking something they hadn't heard before. And uh, hopefully next year the same thing happens. You, oh, you we check skipped out right over. Bull- we skipped right was, over them. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they, they were, were they awesome. were on day one. I, 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 for some reason, I skipped right to Burning Lord. Let's talk about bullshit. Um, they from Swedish Finland? Band. Yes, Sweden. Swedish. Yeah. Whoa. Um, I just randomly saw the record posted. I was like, oh, this, this looks like it could be cool. And I checked it out and I like hit them up. I was like, yo, like if you guys want, I'll do like a US version of the record. So I love it. And if you guys want, like come play up way. I think it'd be sick. And um, yeah, they're That's just amazing. a perfect hardcore band to me. I think they have an LP coming this year. And uh, yeah, that, that whole Sweden right now is has so many fucking good bands. So Hopefully, them playing makes people check out. Historically, I mean, Sweden's like a top ten musical region. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, right. Of all kinds of shit. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Bullshit. Bulls. That's our pick for band of the week. I skipped over them, so now they're the band of the week on Hardlore. Pick, check them out. Hey, Bob, do you have um, aspirations to move to a bigger venue? Are you content with the size of the fest? It's hard because, like, they're there isn't really like a bigger venue in Tampa. Like, obviously this isn't even a real venue. It was just like some place that yeah. Robert Goodspeed actually, who's the fucking man randomly found. It was like, Hey, I think this could be cool for the fest. And so that's the only reason to even work like that. But like getting, a, it's like, to me, this is as big as it can be without feeling like a concert. Like I just wanted to feel like a hall show, like a VFW, yeah. but like just on a, yeah. like a bigger level. So if something came along and made sense that like, I didn't have a stupid fucking barrier or like, cause there, there is like a couple spots in Tampa that are like, yo, we just can't have stage diving. Like, and I'm like, dude, I'm not going to have a fucking fest without stage diving. That's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if something made sense, I would do it. But JCC is so awesome to work with. And just so like every year they're like, there's a lot of crazy shit that happened. This is awesome. This is so much fun. Can't wait to do it next year. <laughs> which like, is, which is dude, that's a miracle. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Like, the woman that runs the venue saw somebody dive off the bar, saw people get like laid out. She's like, you guys are so crazy, but you're all so polite. And I'm like, Hey man, if you, if you are down for this, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> like finding, finding a relationship with that is like hard venue wise. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's like hard for me to justify leaving, but like I said, if something came along and it made sense, I would maybe do it, but I, I like where I'm at right now. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Is she the, is the woman <clears throat> that runs it the smaller lady that unlocked the room for us? Was she pregnant, dude? I didn't. I what, <laughs> well, I think one of them. This was. one was nine and a half months pregnant, or something like that. So, holy hell, that's half a month too much. Yes. 
Jesus. Well, congrats to her. Mazel. <laughs> yeah, mazel. Big, big mazel for the baby. Uh, and thank you. Thank you both for having us. Uh, FYI 2025, we're sponsoring the water, so don't worry. It's all good. We'll be, we'll be so hydrated. No parchment. Uh, after shows, we'll be wrapped up real early. Tight. It's going to be, it's going to be a great year. We're not going to the castle anymore. We're not being sick perverts. No, no, you go there. They won't acknowledge my man. They're not, they're not down. It's over. Get over. It's over. Just whip each other in private. You don't need to be doing it there. Sick freaks. All right. Thank you all for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.